Holy crap. You know, here in New York, the holidays are here. People are protesting. People are laying down in the streets. They're shutting down the trains by standing in the in the subway on the path. Uh, it's insanity. Thank God I'm out of this hellhole in three days. Well, that doesn't happen in Bayside. <laughs> no, it's not happening here. We see a lot of other stuff. We got a lot of, like, rich liberal kids that think they know, you know, the world. And all of a sudden, yeah. everybody has a law degree now, and they're lawyers. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't pontificating. know. I don't know, man. I don't know how I would react if someone stopped me from getting home on the subway. If it wasn't just a problem. You know what's going to happen? One of these guys are going to get hit, hit by a car when they're shutting down the highway. They're doing mm-hmm. that chain. Someone's just going to like be like, F this. He had the worst day in his life at work. Mm-hmm. His wife is banging somebody else. And Look, all I, he I, wants I, is a drink. And this guy's just going to plow right through them. I, I got to tell you, I, I usually don't make any commentary on, on these types of issues. But I will say that, and I'm, I forget about uh, the Brown issue, the Mr. Brown issue. Um, but I can certainly see why there may be a little bit of um, concern and maybe, you know, the protesting and maybe a little mayhem after something like this occurred. Because there's no doubt in my mind that I am probably, well, I don't want to get into it. You know, I have to watch what I say because I am Caucasian, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Even though I'm Jewish. You're Jewish. You, you, get, you get a pass. That, does, that doesn't count. Do I get a pass for that? Do. I don't think you I do. get a pass as a Jew. I think I don't have the right to say certain things because I am Caucasian. But I will say this. Um, this was a, a travesty of, of, of justice. At the very least, at the very least, after that video. I mean, it wouldn't have been such a big deal to indict the guy and then, you know, go through the process. I mean, why not do that? Especially you know, after everything that went down. I know yeah. why, because it was in Staten Island. Yeah, nobody cares about Staten Island. By the way, guys, uh, call in 888-659-3727. That's 888-659-3727 or Skype us GFQ hotline. Holy crap. It's not, that's not, it's not that no one cares about Staten Island, but Staten Island is where the Italians went to get away from uh, the black guys and the Spanish guys. <laughs> Staten Island is also where we send everybody that was dying with, like, typhoid and, you know, what, what did they have, uh, tuberculosis clinics? Yeah. The TB, uh, they were called farm colonies. That's what Staten Island was for. That's where that's where plastic surgeons go to die. Yeah, that's where plastic surgeons, or, or they go missing. <laughs> if you're a plastic surgeon in isn't Staten that, Island. Isn't that kind of the same thing, going to Staten Island missing? Because yeah. no, no one's going to look for you in Staten Island. You're do you basically believe, missing. You know, Staten Island only has like a half a million people. Nobody lives there. Oh, well, plenty of people live there. A lot I, of like old Italian people who are missing the good old days live there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was at my friend's wedding, and I met a lot of people from, from Staten, Staten Island. Island. Yeah, no R's. How weird were they? No R's at the end Staten of the Island. Like, like, like what, Ka? Like, like Boston? Like no R's like yeah, Boston? Yeah, like, uh, like, if, like Spencer. Hey, Spencer. I, I got to tell you, when, uh, many years ago when I was a kid, I was working in a nightclub in Manhattan, and I met this chick from Staten Island, and it was, she was unbelievable. How big were, was her hair? Like one, like how many inches <laughs> high well, was Well, first of all, thing? you got to realize this was like 1983. So it was, it was, everyone's hair was big to begin with. Yeah. But it was just, you know, especially coming from how I grew up and just, I mean, it was, to me, she was like the most sexual being I'd ever met. Why do you think that is? I love those heavily spackled, big haired New York chicks. I don't know what it is. Chewing the gum, got a mini skirt on. I mean, of course, that's that's, that's not who I choose to spend my life with. I didn't choose that type of woman to spend my life with. I don't know. It's not that I wouldn't. It just didn't happen. It's like a Motley Crue music video. That's how I like my women. I like women looking like they were in a Motley Crue music video in 1988. 
Yeah, but they're still like that, except they're orange now. Let me say, we went to. Um, that was a joke. It was funny. You're supposed to laugh. Well, no, I'm 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 going based on that. We went to Jess's <laughs> cousin's engagement party in Brooklyn in Bensonhurst. It was like we got into a time machine and we went back to the future. It was 1986 in Bensonhurst. Yeah, they're Bensonhurst playing the freestyle is, is pop music. Wow. Everybody has an I rock. It is the biggest cliche. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just go to Howard Beach. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, or, or yeah. you go to Howard Beach. It, it is a different planet. We want. I like. We. I was just sitting there. I'm like, I can't believe I'm in 1992. But you know, it's funny though. I still. I mean, I. I had an affinity towards those women, even though they were kind of like. I hate this. this again, this is going to sound snobbish, but a little classless. And but there was something very sexual and very like blue collar about these. Chicks. Do you think it's like a New York thing? Like I always wonder. If we're kind of attracted to that because we're from New York and that's like the culture that's bright here. You know what? I kind of grew up in a different culture, so I don't know why I'm attracted to it. You know what I mean? So maybe I don't know what it is. It was just kind of like a natural attraction when I was younger. And maybe it's because I wanted to get away from all the Jewish American princesses that I grew up with. I mean, that could be part of it. Um, I guess so. Like, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm like, why? Did the Coco get up and leave? No, 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 I'm here. I'm just, I'm just listening. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out for myself, you know how how I feel about the whole thing. I mean, the trashier the better. Like, yeah, I mean, like Marissa Tomei, that's is an like, acquired taste. No, it's an acquired taste, right? I think for like a New Yorker, you're attracted to that. I think right. if you're from like Kansas, well, but you mean Marissa Tomei and in uh, my cousin, my cousin, yeah. Well, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. I think we all kind of knew like that's what yeah. he meant. I don't know. I mean, it's like that yeah. that accent. Thank you too. for that. Thank you for explaining that, Coco. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I think it's. I don't know. I don't know. I, there's something cute about it. That that accent, like you know, not saying the R's all the time, like saying Winda instead of window or the Mira. I think it gets exhausting. You but know, I, like I, after actually, a while. I actually say um, that's the one word that I think I, I, I catch my New York accent on. And that's uh, common law always mentions that when I say mirror. <laughs> you know, that's the How one word. How do you word. say it? Mirror. Mirror. Yeah. Mirror. It's mirror. a mirror. Mirror. I mean, I can say mirror. Way to say it. Mirror. But everything, I, I, if I catch myself, I can say it correctly. But that's the, one, of the, one of the words that really, you know, if you're from New York, you can tell I'm from New York. You know what's another one? Drawer. Draw. 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 You say draw. I say draw. Um, sauce. You say draw. Sauce is another I was just about to ask, uh, you know, sauce. I was just about to ask, you know, Spencer what he calls that stuff that you put on spaghetti. The marinara stuff. Ketchup. 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 You're, you're adorable, Spencer. <laughs> he, said, he doesn't even say catch, catch, ketchup. 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 I get uh, so. I, I, I call it. Uh, sauce, right? Sauce. See, I get. Sauce. I call it sauce. Also, sauce. It's a lot of a lot of people say sauce. I sauce or sauce. No, but I mean, like I thought you were gonna say because there are people who call it gravy. I thought that's where you were going with the difference. If between you call sauce it gravy, gravy, if you call Jews marinara, call if you call, ma- call sauce. I'm gonna say something. If you call marinara sauce gravy, I'm gonna punch you in the face. I would never call I it gravy. Jews, Jews know about uh, Italian food to some degree, and we definitely know about Chinese food. So. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas Eve. It's the number one day for Chinese food delivery. That's, and New Year's I, Eve. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean. New Year's Eve, too? <laughs> Why? Must New York, we, we love to order Chinese on New Year's. New Year's Eve. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was and a thing. Not, not that I would say this, but a lot of Jews, uh, New York Jews, will call Chinese food chinks, which is very politically incorrect. 
<laughs> that's, that's what they refer to it as. We're going to order chinks tonight. Wow. Okay, I'll take the spare ribs, two egg rolls, a wonton soup, and some chicken chow mein. Now, chicken chow mein Sticky in New York mein. is different than chicken chow mein here in Los Angeles. I, I refuse to eat Chinese food anywhere outside of New York. I've had nothing but bad experiences. I went to Mexico, and the only thing that was up, there was a huge storm. The only thing we could have was Chinese food. Wow. Really, was, we ordered some food at your house uh, when we were there, and I had to, well, first of all, I don't mean to cut you off, yeah, but first ahead. of all, um, we ordered this, whatever food we ordered. It was Greek. It was tasty. And your wife decides to get us a cab <laughs> from this Chinese company. Yeah. This, the, the the drivers do not speak a single word of English. Not one word. Those are our guys. Yes, car service. It, but it costs like nine bucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nine bucks anywhere. There anywhere. They pick you up you in a brand go, new car. They'll take you to Baltimore for nine dollars. <laughs> so common law is actually about to be sick in the car from this food. And she feels like she I mean she's she's sweating and I'm I'm trying to tell this guy to pull over. And find a gas no, no, station. No. And he just smiled it and was, said, okay. And dude, it was okay, absolutely okay. ridiculous until I started to raise my voice. And I'm pointing to pull over. And he got really nervous like I was going to rob him. <laughs> he pulled out a gun you or know, something. You know? And you know so what's really I said, funny? I, I kept saying gas station. Gas, so finally pulled over to the gas station. And uh, Commonwealth was really sick. And uh, I ended up giving the guy like an extra 50 bucks. But For a $9 on, ride? It'll, it'll, never, it'll, yeah. never, it'll never, ever happen again, dude. I will never let Jess order me a, so, a package. Do you want to know? Do, I was hoping you were going to get the guy with the swastika in the car. No oh, way. my the God. Ba- so they're, they're, I guess it's a, you know, it's a Buddhist I, symbol or it's a, it's a Shintoist oh, well, symbol. It's, it's, the, it's the opposite I don't care direction. what. Listen, after I'm, 19- I'm, not, I'm not trying to justify it. I'm just saying it's in the opposite. It turns to the left, not it's to the like, right. But always. you know what? It's like the mustache. I think after the Second World War, the mustache and that symbol, it's ruined for the entire yeah. fa- entire planet forever. For the end of till the end of time, those two things are ruined. The Charlie Chaplin mustache yeah. and uh Because it's not that, the Charlie Chaplin mustache anymore. No, no. it's the Hitler mustache. It's the Hitler mustache. Um didn't my, didn't Michael Jordan wear that mustache? Michael Jordan for did a little while? Yeah, but Michael Jordan's a brother. He could do that. <laughs> yeah, but brothers could wear that mustache. He could that do works. it. Yeah. So it's like a soul patch for a brother. So we're coming to California and the freaking thing. He has like the it's like, you know, uh, the writing. And then he has that just hanging, just hanging in the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking they must not pick up non-Chinese people like they probably we are the only non-Chinese customer that they have because <laughs> they have a swastika. I don't care what what planet. Right, you're I on. know. I know. What you're a saying. Whether it's, it's backwards or not, it's yeah. yeah. Okay. I Listen, I call me ignorant. I know what it is. But there's one thing that runs through your mind when you see that. Right, right. But right honestly, okay. next time, I will I will walk to the Irish uh, cab company. Kelly's. Yeah. Kelly's or whatever it is. Because at the very least, I know if there's an emergency, the guy's going to understand me. I, I don't know. They're drunk. Oh, well, I shouldn't say that. I'm jo- that's a joke. That's, that's a total joke. Allegedly. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even. It's a joke. All right. We insinuating anything. No, I actually had some good experiences with them. I had one guy good. that was really, really talkative, man. And he's like, you know, he wanted to start his own business and he wanted to give me, you know, he wanted me to give him my cell, phone, cell number. And I'm like, I'm not giving you my cell number, dude. You know I, what's fascinating about car service guys, like cab guys? Uh, you, they are 
their own breed, man. Oh, yeah, like, dude. I, these well, guys they, have... And listen, there are some that are freaking built brilliant. Like, I've had writers. Oh, my God. I've had brilliant, like... These guys are Mensa. <laughs> Yo, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, some, but see, like, I've had some crazy cab rides, man. I had this okay. one guy. Do, have you had the this, hook arm guy from? Uh, no, but I'm. This guy was in. This was in a, in AC. This Indian guy. He's picking us up. He's like, "Hey, where are you guys going tonight?" We're like, "Oh, we're just going to the you know, the uh, you know, the casino, whatever." He's like, "He's like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to do the accent really right now, but he's like, hey, you know." Oh, if you guys go to play games, he's like, yeah, you go. Like, we were just joking with him. Yeah, we're going to go look for women. He's like, oh, you go look for a woman, you know. You, and he's like, like, hang on, I know a place. Exactly, that's reverse. what it was. He's like, he's like, hey, you know, if you go, you know, you get one girl, you know, it's like $10 for a BJ. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm like, well, what do they look like? He's like, for $10, do you care what they look like? I'm like, <laughs> he's like, but. You know what? He has a point. But if you go to a tranny. That's what he said. It's forty nine ninety nine, and I'm like, really? <laughs> he's what like, a, yes. A premium for extra parts. I was, like, I was like, so you give them? He's like, no. You give them fifty dollars, they give you the penny back. They do not want a tip. I'm like, okay. He's like, I'm like, but why? He's like, he's like, have you ever had one from a tranny? I'm like, no. He's like, well, they do it good, man. Like I'm like, and all the time it's this, it's this was Indian. He, was boy. he like El Salvador or something? No, he was. He was. He was, he was Indian. Indian. He's like. All right, my friend. Don't do that accent. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to give you an idea of what he sounded like. And he's like, he's like, they put the sweet and sour sauce on it and they eat it up. I'm like, are you kidding? What? Where was this? This was in Atlantic City. This oh, guy was driving yeah. us to a casino and telling us all about this. Atlantic City like, should be burnt So to the then ground. all of a sudden he pulls out this like little like shrunken head. <laughs> like this little like, not a shrunken head. like a, It's a headhunter. He's a, a head shrunken head, Something like that. Some like weird little talisman or something. He's like. He's like, let me ask you something, pal. Do you want good luck tonight? Oh, no. And I'm like, uh, yeah, why? He's like, hold this and say these words. And he said some like, nope. weird shit. Nope, I want I'm like, nothing no, to do I'm, with I'm that. I'm like, no, it's okay. He's like, he's like, I'm telling you, you're going to have good luck. You're going to win a lot of money. I'm like, no, it's all right. And like, my, my friend's like, yo, just do it, man. Just do it. It's good luck. It's good luck. I'm like, no, he stole cool, your man. soul. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, he, he stole, did. He stole I, you know, your soul. I, did you touch I it? I didn't do it. I didn't even did you touch, touch it. The head? I didn't even look at it. No. I just said, I'm sorry, man. I don't, I don't want to do it. He's you're like, going to freeze and up. And he gave me that look like, how dare you? You know that look that people like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you yeah. know, like when people are drunk and they're like, oh, I love you, man. It's like, all right, cool, man. And they just look, look at you like, like, I just I, told I you I love you, man. I got weird. I just wanted to give you good luck and you said no. I didn't win anything that night at Dude, all. I, I, Nothing. I, 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 I lost like I lost like two hundred bucks. You put which a is curse a on you to most people. Yeah. You like, put a curse on you. Yeah, I think so. And I was working with this El, El Salvadorian guy uh, when I was doing construction, and he actually said that there was a place in Queens where you had you had a choice of either screwing a pig, an actual pig. This is what he said to you. Yeah, or a woman. The pig was two dollars, and the woman the woman was like twenty bucks. Oh and God. I said, do people actually screw the pig? He said, more people screw the pig than the woman. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so this is like, but see, like I've had like, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 I was gonna say like I've had like weird drivers too. Like I remember once I I, I got in a cab, and this guy's looking at me like as he's driving. He's like, "Hey, I know you from somewhere." I'm like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "You were the guy who yelled at me at McDonald's." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, you know," because like he was giving he was giving crap to the kids behind the counter, and I just I was like I just got off of work. It was like eight o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning. Just got off working overnight at freaking crappy job at CVS. And this guy's giving crap. He's like, hey, you know, I've been waiting here five minutes. You know what's taking so long? I'm like, I'm like, dude, leave them alone. They're doing their best. Just let them get the food for you and you'll get out of here. 
He's like, oh, what's it to you? I'm like, no, nothing. I'm yeah. just saying, leave it, leave them alone. They're doing their best to get you. He's like, oh, what do you care? I'm like, I'm like, because I don't want to stand here and listen to you yell at these kids for doing their job. And when he picked me up, he's driving me. I was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. I just got out off of work. I was tired. He's like, oh, yeah. And he's like taking like all these like weird roads. Like, oh, you're dead. If, if, he could have just gone straight from where we were to get to my house. And he's like turning left, turning right, going all around here. He's like, yeah. It's like, I bet you never went this way before, huh? You don't know this road? I'm like, no, not really, man. He's like, not really. And he's like making another turn. Meanwhile, if he would have just went straight. There's a bottle of lube right. in the glove He got me home all right. He's like, oh, this is your house, huh? He's like looking. He's like, 20395 exactly. Street. Like, okay. Oh, yeah, very yeah. nice. All right. All right, buddy. Like, he's right. saying my name. He's like, all right, buddy. All right, have a good yeah. night. All right, Coco, have a great day. Have a good day. See you next time. All right, All right Coco buddy. Butter, I'll see you later. Exactly. I'm just like, oh, my God. Make sure your parents that? aren't here at 3 right, in the exactly. afternoon. I'll see you in 30 minutes. I'll see you in 30 minutes. Exactly. 888-659-3727. Uh, let's take a call, Spence. All right, let's do this. Hey, man, you're on the air. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Joe from Vancouver. Hey, Joe, what's happening, man? Not much, man. How you guys doing? Hey, we are good. we're good. It's Joe Tillman. If you don't know who he yeah, is, yeah, I know. Well, I I don't like this whole Joe from uh, Vancouver thing. Too many Joes. It's from a little weird. Places. Yeah, that that's weird. <laughs> is know. this your new identity on the show, Joe from Vancouver? I'm just waiting for an intro. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? Joe from Vancouver. Not a lot. I just I just tuned in and I heard some uh, some pretty cool subjects, uh, TVs, Planet of the Apes, and then you guys started talking about training. And I was wondering <laughs> if I should stay online. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's the free for all. This is what we do. Exactly. Well, of course, of course. And you know what, what's what's funny is you're talking about uh, 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 Spencer. You're talking about when um, the guy told you you could um, hook up with a pig or a woman. Yeah. And I I had a I, I had a. A vision of Cliff Clavin in my head coming out with facts about the genetic similarities between pigs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny about and and this is I don't know if this is like a just a, I mean I know that I've heard, I've heard that Colombian guys do this stuff at Colombia in Colombia like they screw like and this is allegedly but this is from a Colombian guy they screw like watermelons and pigs. I think it's, I think people not, do that here. And it's, yeah, this guy from El Salvador said that it's something they do in El Salvador, but this place in Queens has a pig and a woman. That's like, so it's disgusting. Like this, in this basement. I bet you the pig is better looking than the woman. Kid in, a, in, a, in an apple pie, then I'm sure anything else is possible, too. Uh, well, listen, absolutely. And this is the thing, though. I worked with this guy. No. I worked with this guy, and oh, he this... had sex with a pig. No, wait like, a minute. This, this guy worked with you? Yeah, I was working construction for a buddy of mine. Oh my God, many many years ago, I was a kid. Oh my God! And he he was uh you know we were doing demolition. He was one of the demo <coughs> guys. And uh, they're crazy anyway. So say that again. They're crazy anyway. Absolutely. So. Listen, there are a lot of guys out there that will do anything <laughs> and everything to get laid, no matter what it is, who it is. And I see these guys, you know, like you see, you hear the way they talk, you see what they're doing, and. As you just imagine, I'm like, what's wrong with them? Yeah, but it's it's a it's a different culture, man. It's just a, this bizarre like rite of passage for these guys in like Colombia or something. <laughs> like, like screw a pig or <laughs> like a donkey. Maybe we know where uh, you are mad today. We made the jump to humans. Yes, that's what, how it works. Wait a minute, Doctor Menace, have you ever screwed <laughs> a pig? <laughs> Yo, my man, my father came to me. He said, "Today, you are man. You must have sex with a pig." But he doesn't say it like that. You know, I don't want to curse on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Dr. Jimenez, uh, <laughs> long time no see. You haven't been around in a couple of years. You know, my man, I've been away for a couple of times. 
I don't want to tell you what happened, but eh, I hit. <laughs> <laughs> I like the long one when Dr. Menace is going, eh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Menace is a plastic surgeon. In, uh, in, in uh, where, where are you? Used to be, used to be used to be. Surgeon. What are you doing <laughs> now? Now, Argentina? now I sleep all day. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Jimenez, everybody, the great Doctor Jimenez. <laughs> What's Doctor Jimenez's first name? Ronaldo. Ronaldo Jimenez. Ronaldo yeah. Jimenez. That's yes. right. Such a good name. <laughs> I imagine Doctor Jimenez has like, um, like in the penny saver. He He's has got, like two for one deals. He does, like, the, he does those butt injections. Yeah, the butt injections, the yes. wraps. With, and with, got, like, with like the caulking. He's got Jerry Curl, but like short, you know, it's like Jerry on top. And yeah. like, you know, he's got the thin mustache. Really oily skin Very and like oily. those acne marks. Yeah, and he walks with his hand like this. Wait, how's his hand? Let me see. Like that. <laughs> you know, he walks with the swag, but he does this with his arms. Like, hey, hey, I'm a man. I hit. Hey, what's going on today? What do you want? You want another cool up? That's what he does. You know what's what's scary? There is probably a Dr. Jimenez that does exactly what we're talking about. And you're you're, you're probably going to find a way to work with him at some point. I, I probably will find a way to work with him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the stuff you're saying to me on the day. That's a bitch. I know, I know you like how they do hair transplants. Oh, I knew you were going to go there, dude. <laughs> Hey, hey, well, come on. It was it's too easy. Dr. Manis, can I get a hair transplant? <laughs> Not for me no more. <laughs> Not for me no more. There's a finito. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason yeah, I haven't seen you in two years. There's certainly a lot of characters in the hair transplant uh, world. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I saw a video yeah. uh, of The Godfather. Oh, oh no, you didn't. <laughs> Oh, ah. no, you didn't. Who's the godfather? Oh, no, you didn't. I saw. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. Uh, Joe, have I you know seen what this? You're talking about, man. Have you seen and this video? You know Joe, you, do you know what, what he's talking about? There's a video that was put out by some guys in the ISHRS. Oh, God, yes. Yes, I saw that. Oh, ISHRS. But you know what's funny about that? That circulated throughout the internet broadcasting community, and I didn't send it out. Everybody got this. Everybody saw this thing. It is. It is the worst thing I've ever seen, and it, I don't listen. I'm not. This is my opinion. If you're a doctor and you're putting out videos like this, eh, a little weird. You know what? I'm I'm pretty disappointed in some of the guys that did it. To be honest with you, and also uh, it def- definitely proved that acting is not easy. No, <laughs> it, I, I was noticing that uh, right off the bat that acting um, is not something they should do even in their off time. That that was. That was painful to watch. It was very as, painful as, to as watch. As someone who has acted and has extensive experience watching actors, I can say that was a painful experience. Yeah, I, I can't even, you know, I'm, try, I'm trying to wrap my head around it when I, when I saw it. And I'm like, what would even compel somebody to do that, especially a professional? I mean, I listen, have, what compels? I, mean, I, want, I want to know, I want to know what, what the situation is like, like. Like, how do you approach this doctor and say, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You know what? This is what's funny, and, and I and I and I, I advise doctors about this. You know, they really have to watch their online presence, man, because these guys are professionals. Yeah. Uh-huh. So when you see images of like guy, you know, like doctors with like red cups with like seventeen year olds, <laughs> that's not a good thing. No, you know, <laughs> you know my man, I made them look seventeen. They're really seventy three. <laughs> oh, so you did the plastic <laughs> surgery on them, Doctor Jimenez? That that's phenomenal. <laughs> like I said, there's a reason you ain't seen me in a long time. 
And your your office is by LaGuardia Airport, right? And no, it was in the Bronx. It, it was in the Bronx. Where is it now? Now I'm living in a box outside of PC Richard. <laughs> <laughs> That's so New York right there. Man. You, you have, to, you have yeah. to be brought up in New York to get that. I, I, I was waiting for a nobody beats the whiz comment there. <laughs> No, but Joe, you're right, man. I mean, I, I, listen, you you know you know what goes on, you know, behind the scenes. But when you hear these things and you see these things, like, what are these guys thinking? And as guys who are not in the industry, uh, Coco and, and Andrew, when you see this stuff, when you see someone saying that they're Jesus Christ or whatever, I mean, how do you feel about that? Hello. <laughs> you went there. You went there. <laughs> That's but, true. I mean, that's in every profession. I mean, you know how many lawyers I know? Like, I know all my friends became lawyers because that's what, you know, you did if you were born <laughs> between 1980 and 1988. You became a lawyer. All my friends are lawyers. And these guys are not competent people at all. They're all – half of them are junkies. Uh, they're all on something. And they don't give two shits. And none of them are making money. But they're lawyers. They're professionals. I would say there's a large majority of um, kids your age who are junkies, who are pill poppers, oh, yeah. who live their life, who are, who are 30 years old, still doing blow on a regular basis. Yeah. Still it, still sticking up that middle finger in the camera like. Listen, it, it's know. it's the millennial generation, you know, and we're it's a it's a it's one of the worst generations ever. I have to say yeah. that I don't I don't disagree with you. And what do you think, Joe? I mean, you're on you're on a line. Well, I'm I'm kind of trying to figure out is is what you're saying is is that supposed to be bad? I well, <laughs> doing, doing blow every day. What? Well, the sad the, the sad part is is that these are the well, people. That's a bad thing. Okay, they're they're going to eventually be the leaders of our country, <laughs> yeah. the leaders of the free world. No, look, uh, it's you know listening to Andrew talking about um, everyone he grew up with. Uh, born between 1980 and 88. First off, I'm starting to feel ancient. Um, but secondly, look, it's um, the, the way that uh, the, the, the generation today is is so different than like you know for me and Spencer and and uh, and, and before that, it's night and day. And I, I get it now. Where you know, say when I was 20 and, and my pop or you know people of the, the older generations are saying uh, that it was so much different. I get it now. Oh, yeah. I get it, and it is. Yeah, but honestly, I mean, every generation, every generation says this, but our generation, man, we still had to go out and work. We yeah. realized, you know, once you get to a certain age, you had to be a man. You had to figure out a way to make a living. Well, I mean, listen, we're, my yeah. entire generation it, it has an entitlement issue. We and I don't blame the people. I blame what we did as a society. We told every kid from the time they enter school to the time that they left that they have to go to college, and if they don't go to college, they're not going to make anything out of themselves. And if you're a plumber, if you get a union job, if you become a firefighter, those are all all looked down upon. What you need to do is go become a doctor and a lawyer mm-hmm. and make a lot of money. And you know what? Since you're going to college for four years, you do not accept anything under $100,000 a year. And that you, that's, you create that's where, an entire see, generation yeah, see, that's, that's, that's what a, they expect. Exactly. And it's like they walk out with this whole sense of entitlement, you know, that that's yeah. what they deserve. and. I told you guys, I I told you, let me tell you, you work your ass off. I'm going to tell you guys a a great example of this. One of my buddies, he went away to school. He went to Boston or he went to one of a good school up north. And he came back and he was offered a job. The guy has like an English degree or, or, and I'm not talking about Kunal, by the way, because Kunal is an English degree. I'm not talking about Kunal. Uh, 
So this guy went. He has an English degree, so it's nothing. What is he going to do with an English degree? Speak English. He was given a. Jo- he was offered a job at sixty five thousand dollars a year, starting uh-huh. right out of college. He looked the guy in the eyes and said, "I went to college for four years. I'm not accepting anything under a hundred. <laughs> you know what he's doing now? This was ten years ago. You know what he's doing now? He works the counter at a pizzeria, at a pizzeria because they don't trust them to make the pizza. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy turned out a $65,000 a year job. He's 30. You he know, works the counter at Roselli's Pizzeria. <laughs> like, that, see, that's, see that's, that's, that's the messed up thing, man. Like, you know, you take what you get offered, you know. Something like that, 65 grand right out of college, take it, man. Yeah, it's like you swallow your doing? pride, take the job. Because I work with people who went to college who got degrees and are making more money doing what we're doing now than if they were there. You know, yeah, it's like, you know what it's like now you're now? stuck with all these, like, uh, you know, um, student loans that you have to pay off, that you're going to be in debt for the rest of your life. Listen, and then these kids are the ones that are going around in the city right now screaming, hands up, don't shoot, with $200,000 in student loans. Right. And they're bitter at the world and they're angry because right. guess what? It didn't work out for them. Well, they they just crossed over from uh, what is that? The, uh, what was that called? Wall the Street. Occupy uh, Wall Street. Occupy right, Wall Street. Yeah. Exactly. They're the crossovers exactly. from yeah. Occupy Wall yep. Street. That's it. My my question is, how can Roselli's Pizzeria afford to pay him a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know they're doing good. Yeah, well, oh, no, you know, oh, I misunderstood. Oh, I get it. Okay, but, but that's <laughs> but that's that's the thing though. It's like. You passed up that $65,000 a year job. The next guy passes it up. Someone's going to take it. And now they're making more money than you are. Because like you right. said, that was for starter. But uh, I wonder if he all the pizza, all the free pizza he can eat. He gets That's all the cool. free pizza. Yeah. Hey, whatever, man. You know, I bought all my pizza with my union I, money. I saw him. I saw this guy uh, when I went to go get pizza from that place uh, for Jess's birthday. Okay. That's where he works. <laughs> And he was eating a tomato and chicken cutlet out of a Tupperware <laughs> container, sitting because they don't. They, he wasn't even eating the food from there. He brought it from home. Wow! You're just sitting in the front eating his chicken cutlet. And Come on, he's, he's got to be. He's got to be eating garlic knots. And no, and, no, it was it was tomato, cannolis. lettuce, and a chicken cutlet. He was, was he chubby at all, or was he? No, he was watching his weight. Oh, right. He had a leather jacket. His hair is thinning. Just staring at this guy. Hey, what's going on, Andrew? Always with doing? the hair thinning. It's always it's always the hair, right? It's By the way, the guys, hair. I'm about to join the club. I got my prescription for Finasteride, so I'm gonna Yay. I'm filling, I'm gonna fill it, and I'm gonna take the first one when I'm out in California next week. Stop! Oh, you see now now don't do take it at home. No, okay? take it in your house. <laughs> you keep it wife. away. No, no, no. I'm gonna take it at your you house. No, no, away. because then she's gonna blame us. Spencer. She's gonna blame me. Spencer, um, lights yeah. and candles record this. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> you know what? You know what I should do? I should take it on the air next Tuesday. We'll take it on Tuesday night in the Ball of Truth. Tuesday night. I'm going to take it on Tuesday night on the the air, my first one. You you guys are going to pop my cherry. (laughs) You're going to pop my financial idea. Interesting way to put it. It's going to be over. This is is my question for you, though. What's going to happen when Jess is ready to have a kid? What are you going to do? Why? I have to stop? Uh, I would stop. I mean, you don't have I mean, according to clinical data, you don't have to stop. But I advise people to stop. Can't you I freeze it now? Can't I freeze you, it now for later? Yeah, absolutely. You can. You can. You can jo. You can go to a doctor's office. Jo, they'll freeze it for you. Yeah, but do you know how much shit's in my in my stream right now? That's the thing. I mean, I don't know what would. I mean, who the knows? The financial ride is the last of my. Concerns. Trying to make a super kid with a great head of hair. 
your kid may end up walking on his hands. <laughs> you know, your kid's gonna be the incredible and barking. Hulk. <laughs> My kid's gonna bark gonna and walk on his hands. Thirteen with like a f- like hair down to down to his butt. Hey, Dad, <laughs> you want to go out and play ball? I'm telling you, I'm going on that shit. No, but your wife doesn't it. want you to go on. I and mean, let's talk about this. Yeah, she, my wife has decided that she's now reading. She's an expert in this. And she's like, yeah, but I heard that your dick stops working when you oh, go man, on this no, stuff. I can't have that. And there's a lot. I don't want you on medication. That. I'm like, I take hundreds of pills a day. Now you're concerned. But your dick still yeah. works, though. It's perfectly exactly. fine. You actually, so. take, you actually take pills that have a greater incidence of, of these type of sexual adverse side effects than Propecia. Yet, she's worried about the Propecia. Doesn't that say something about how this works? So, apparently, she thinks that my dick doesn't work. Yeah, that's what she said to you. She asked yeah. you. Point blank. She doesn't, goes, so how's it working for you? Yeah, and I had to tell her. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to connect the dots with the fact that she knows common law. I'm not saying that. Okay? That's true. I'm not saying they talk. I wonder if she said something. <laughs> this dick ain't working right anymore. I don't know. Maybe that, you know what happened? After we came back from California and I told her I'm going on that stuff, her entire thing changed. Maybe they had a conversation about this. It's very possible. But then she would have been happy about it. She would have been like, God, I hope you take it. I hope you take it. But she's like, well, why do you want Why do you want to go on it? And I go, because I want to keep what I have. She goes, yeah, but you don't, your hair looks fine. I'm like, yeah, it looks fine now. And I turned, and you know how I ended this argument and I won? I go, do you want to be married to a sufferer in 10 years? And she goes, no. And she goes, I go, that's why I'm on the pill. Wow. Here, here's the angle, okay? It's like every woman wants to, like, uh, your wife, Andrew, is, she's your age, right? 30 or, or pushing 30? She's uh, 29, yeah. 29. Okay. So you ask her this, say, you know, if you could take a pill today that will preserve your looks today versus 10 years from now, would you do it? The answer will undoubtedly be yes. And that's exactly what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. The same difference. You know what? I I had a conversation with someone about this, a woman, and, uh, and she turned around and it was, it was a couple months ago. We were all talking about looks and stuff. And one of the guys I was with is losing his hair, and he was asking me about hair loss. And she goes, why do you guys care so much? Like, who cares? Just age gracefully. That's what she said. And I go, do you want to be married Ridiculous. to a bald guy? And she goes, no. <laughs> I go, what do you mean age gracefully? I, like, how do, you, how do you even do that? And I go, do you put on makeup? She goes, yeah, every day. I go, do you wear a push-up bra? Yeah. I do. She, does she dye her hair? Do you dye your hair? Exactly. Yeah. That's why she goes, does yeah, she of course I teeth. do. Of course I do. You get your eyebrows yeah. done. Of course walk, I do. Walk outside gracefully. Yeah. Just walk outside. Get, wake up in the morning and roll out of bed and walk outside. Because that's basically what I have to do. That's all I got. All I have to. All I have is a blow dryer and some hairspray and some paint. That's all, you know, that's all I can do to change my looks. See, this, this is all natural, baby. I haven't done anything to alter... It, Really? You grew and, a beard? Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying, though, I don't dye this beard. Like, this grows in this color. That's all I'm saying. That's true. You know? My, well, eyebrows, my eyebrows are, like, blonde. The tips of my eyelashes are blonde. Like, someone actually pointed that out to me once. It's like, you know, the tips of your eyelashes are blonde, and I had I had no idea. But, like, my, well, I've I, never I've never gotten my eyebrows done. They're actually I have the same I got done all the time. I, if I, I actually know. decided to do my eyebrows, you would see more of my eyebrows because they're blonde on the outside. But mm. I'm like, why would I do that? Listen, I pay good money to look like a Persian club owner. <laughs> no, get it, sports car. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, they whack now off. Now come into my track. club, have a good time. But no, Joe's right, and that, that's a very that's a very good way to, uh, to to kind of frame it for your wife, and also the fact that you know women completely destroy their hormonal balance with birth control from the age of eighteen or or younger. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's hysterical? Like I told my wife, I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to go and you know maybe get some of the belly fat sucked out because I'm having trouble. It's my trouble zone. My weight is in my trunk area apparently. And she goes, Oh yeah, that's great. You should do that. Yeah, go have an operation. Go have an, go have, go have <laughs> surgery. Go, go under, and have some guy stick a tube in you and suck out the fat out of your stomach. And then have right. a couple of days of recovery, but God forbid you go on a per- pill. Potentially perforate your abdomen, or you know, uh, you know, have other complications, or die from from uh, the general anesthetic that a lot of these plastic surgeons will put you under, even though you don't need to be under that. Go ahead, give it a shot. You know, it, it's it's amazing how people's yeah. um, people's perception of things is like all out of whack, and the priorities are out of whack. I had a discussion with a guy. He's getting loaded. He's smoking cigarettes. He's doing stuff. He's doing some dry goods, and he's t- t- talking to me. He's lecturing me about pulling oil. You know what that is? Oil pulling. Oil, oil pulling. Yeah, what you, basically, you take coconut oil and you put it in your mouth. You put it in your mouth and you swoosh it around, and it's supposed yeah. to like take the toxins out and it's supposed and to whiten your teeth and stuff like that. It doesn't yeah. work. It's BS. It's it's it total BS. It, what it, kind it's, of what a load. It's holistic <laughs> mumbo jumbo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You suck on some coconut and it sucks the toxins out. Yeah, coconut, so you, oil. coconut oil, and it's awful. So you take coconut oil and you swish it around your mouth for 15 minutes, and right. it's a. Meanwhile, post- he's got like a pack of Marlboro Reds, you know, by, um, what, what, next to his uh, next to his Jack Daniels. I swear to God, that's exactly it what it was. In his, rolled in his. Uh, no, he's smoking. Uh, I mean, shirt. the cigarettes are on the counter. He's telling me he's he's gambling at the same time, <laughs> like he's placing bets at the same time as he's telling me about this. And I look at him, yeah, I go, you know, I'm taking these toxins hey, out. You know, you got to swish around some uh, some of this coconut oil in your mouth, you know. Dude, all you have to do. doing some wonders, man. And look at my teeth. <laughs> look at my teeth. Look at all my you teeth. have to do is go on Facebook to see and how light crazy a shitty yellow. That's it. Just go on Facebook, see how insane this world is and how people, <laughs> you, know, you know, how people live their lives. That's where all the insanity yeah. happens. Oh, Facebook's now. all look, on Facebook. Yeah. Look at yeah. the best is. That that fruit that cures cancer, have you seen that one? Oh, all the time. It's, it's like, like cut in half and it's white inside. Oh, no. I saw one that looks like it's like green sludge on the inside. It could be that, too. I've never read it. I never clicked on it. I just look at it and I'm like, that looks interesting. That looks like something out of, well, it looks what like something the, from, <laughs> out of Planet of the What about the thing that's circulating about water uh, curing cancer? Well, I you didn't see that one. This much water per know. day I, for, you know, at this, these times and... It's awesome, man. I mean, it can, I right? I, I mean, mean it, it, there's some story behind it because your body needs water, and most people well, are dehydrated. There, so there's obviously- no doubt that you need to hydrate, and, and it really does uh, help with a lot of aspects of your health. But just the way that things are circulating, just the way, you know, like you said, you know, I mean, just the way your wife is reacting to Propecia, the way that uh, I, this woman from my high school contacted me asking about her, her husband's hair loss, and I said, well, he's probably a better candidate for a good system. And it's like, no rugs, no nope. way. But surgery is fine with me. And she's walking around with extensions and... Oh, my God. She probably has, you know, implants and... You know, if, if water can help cure cancer, there's some fish that live in a pond near a nuclear reactor. I should tell that, too. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, it just... Sorry, I, that, was my, that was a thought in my head before you changed subjects, but... Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's uh, unbelievable to me. I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I And I have people, like, they're educated, intelligent guys. Like, these are professionals, and they're posting the thing about... 
agave <laughs> curing cancer. Let and me tell you about all depression. I could, and all I could think of is, you know, if this magic – and they go, what your doctor doesn't want you to know. Really? My doctor doesn't want me to know? My doctor wants me to die. It's, it's like uh, with hair loss, you know, what your what Spencer Coburn doesn't want you to know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You're holding you. I know he I'm has the cure. Have you gone to his Joe? You've been to his house. Did you push the bookshelf back and the, the vials of, of for the cure for hair loss are back there? I stumbled well, I, on I, that. I, I, um, I, I took the um, the head of the statue and, and pushed it back and the, <laughs> the bookshelf opened into a secret layer. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to fight Joe from Staten Island. He's like Gollum. He's holding yeah. on to the cure. <coughs> you have to get past him to get to it. It's amazing. It's, Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Ridiculous, guys. The whole thing. The whole. It's a very. We live in a very frightening world. And you're talking about, like I say, you know, on my show, learned people, you know, educated people. You think that they would know like some of the basics in life, you know, basic things about life and about you know, forget about hair loss, but about other things. People are basically focused on what they're focused on. These guys can get their education to become lawyers, accountants, physicians, and they don't know shit except for what they know. And that's it. You bury your your head in a book too much without looking around you, you know, po- poking your head up to look around every once in a while, you're, you're going to be pretty, uh, pretty locked into your own, own world and not understand the way the real world works. It's, I, I see, I see it too many times. Same thing with people that, um, you know, are supposedly smart, um, you know, coming in, asking about hair, you know, having a, assumptions about hair loss or any other, um, malady uh, that has to do with health. They, they think that anything works. You know, anything that's oh, yeah. online, um, you know, nettle root or, um, you know, all, all these crazy things, they don't use their common sense. And you have to sit there and ask yourself, how did you get, get through college? How, yeah. do you, how do you put two shoes on every morning? I guarantee, I, I, you, I guarantee you there's a doctor out there rubbing passion fruit on his temple region so he gets his hair back. Dude, let me tell you, I, I have sat in, you know, at parties, really well-heeled people, people in the movie industry, people in television who are just, they are absolutely, not only are they out of their mind, not only are they so warped when it comes to their politics and their just views of the world because they live in this completely different bubble, but when it comes to anything that health-related, holy crap. I mean, people actually believe, and I, I'm going to repeat myself, what they read on Facebook, what they see on the internet. But why is and that? They, why? Mecca of this, Spencer. I mean, the, the, it all it all originates from about three three doors down from where you live. That's true. You no, know? I mean it's it. Most of it originates from California. You know, the Atkins diet, the grapefruit diet, all all this crazy stuff, right? And you know, well, you I actually think Atkins was in New York. Atkins was in New York, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I mean it's it's. You know, and, and you get a celebrity behind it, forget about it. Yeah. It's over. Someone, someone's making a million bucks. D- yeah, diets, are, diets are the, the biggest scam ever. Oh, my God. Oh I mean, my God. diets that, that are crazy. amazing. It's, it's crazy. First of all, it's crazy. Like, you talk about, like, people are doing powders. Like, all they're doing is having shakes. And, of course, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. You're just having a shake. With water. And then what happens when you stop? You're like, oh, she lost 50 pounds. Okay, now she's eating and she's blowing up again. Yep. Or he's blowing yeah. up again. Oprah goes on a liquid diet, and she comes back looking like a stick figure. What do you think she's going to look like? She lost 20 pounds in a week. Well, of course, she's like 250 pounds. Half of that, I mean, God knows what some of that weight is. She goes to the bathroom once a day. She's losing 10 pounds. 
I hate I Oprah Winfrey. I can't even imagine how much water she's <laughs> she, she She's so... She's bloated up. I hate her. You animal, I hate you. She's one of the people that I really dislike. I don't like her. I don't That's like Dr. Oz. I have a problem <laughs> with Dr. Oz. You know what? It's funny. I was on his program, not his television show, but his radio show. And I have to say, and this will probably... Um, you know, set in stone that I'll never be on a show again. But I have to say, I have to say that I was really shocked at his, you know, lack of knowledge about, you know, some really simple stuff, especially when it kind of came to hair. But I was really shocked at his line of questioning. I mean, I, 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 I kind of think that everything is put in front of him by his producers. And yeah, he's a cardiologist and he did his thing. But, you know, now that he's in this, in this world of media, it's kind of like everything is kind of just set set up for him by his producers, and he really doesn't know, in my view, what he's talking about. Yeah. I don't doubt that a bit. I mean, how many times have, have you talked to doctors, Spencer or, or, or Andrew or Coco, that, you know, they'll give you some generic answer when it's obvious they have no idea what they're talking about. I mean, you know, you got, you got two things with doctors. First off, um, they don't want to look like an idiot when you ask them a question, so they're going to give you some sort of answer, whether it be something that's a – uh, opinion based on nothing that comes out of their own head or something they read. But nine times out of 10, unless it's in their specialty, they're not going to know what, what you're talking about and they'll make up an answer. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's, man. that's what I feel about it. I mean, especially with hair. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've had guys come to me saying, yeah, I went to my GP and he said, this, 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 and this, I'll just kind of shake my head. Your GP. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let yeah. me tell you something. They don't teach about hair in, in medical school. No, so but don't, don't believe her GP. Yeah, look, look, even even basic stuff. I had a long conversation with the doctor today, and you know, really nice guy, really interesting person, uh, MD, PhD, and uh, there's just so much these guys don't know, man. There's so much these guys don't know, and that's just the way that, and that's why all this stuff can be perpetuated online about any health issues. So anyway, I think we have to take a break, right, Andrew? Yeah, break you, time. Uh, I gotta get at. I need to get another drink. <laughs> Uh, right, Joe, Joe. Tell me, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks a lot, yeah, man. Good talking to you guys. All right, man. Take care. Have a good, have a have great a good night. Have a great weekend. All right. Take care. See you guys. Bye. 888-659-3727. That's 888-659-3727. I'm going to get I have a feeling you guys enjoy that a little bit more than Joe from Staten Island. A little bit. Apparently, yeah. he's mad at me. No, Joe will never call this show again. He was in the chat room. Was he? Yeah. He's watching. Well, you know, not since Spencer like tore him a new asshole the last time. You know, I don't know. Well, you know what's what's funny? He's angry at you guys. He actually he actually mentioned you, and he told me. So I'm sure he has no problem saying this on the air. He told me that um, you know next time I'm in New York, he'd like to take me out to dinner, but please don't bring your friends from guys from Queens because they basically disrespected me on the air. Hmm. He was belligerent. What do you want me to do? I was actually at first quite nice to him, and he took it the wrong way. I told him I didn't think it sounded like him because he wasn't, at first, he wasn't slurring his speech at all. And then he, he was. Sounded, he sounded, you know, not like Joe. Yeah. I'm so used to Joe. I like hey, Joe. Hey, what's going on, guys? You know, like that whole, like, slurred speech. You're and, just saying you're like Joe because you're afraid he's going to kill you. Andrew. No, I'm not. I, I like yes, Joe. You are. You're I just, afraid I, he's going to come after you. I like him on your show. I don't like him on I'm my not show. Gonna, exactly. I'm not going to say that I like him. I'm not going to say I don't like him. I don't, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, like, when he calls the show, 
That's when I zone out. That's when I'm like, all right, let's see what's happening. What, let's see what scene I'm going to watch when I'm home great. by myself later. Sometimes he's not. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. Uh, 888-659-3727. We'll be right back after this. Nice joke, Coco. I like that. Back up, buddy. 888-659-3727 at 888-659-3727. We got another drink. I'm hanging out. Hey, Spence, you back? I'm here, man. Drinking too. What are you having? Drinking wine. I'm drinking oh, nice. a little white wine. I'm gonna be there in uh, four days. It's a, it's a, it's actually uh, I think it's um, Chardonnay, which I'm not a big fan of Chardonnay, but it's this one's a little buttery. Did you get my cheese platter? I did not. Oh, I mean the one that I have to get for you. Yes, for me. <laughs> it's a last minute thing. We like to buy like our cheese and and uh, cured meats fresh. Okay, thank you. Triple eight six five nine three seven two seven. We're hanging out. We're having a good time. Lovely. So tomorrow, I have to go to the city. I'm going to the city to have dinner with Jess and a couple friends. That's but nice. now I'm having second thoughts about all of it because of all these protesters. Yeah, dude, don't go to the city. Yeah, don't go to the city. Don't go Apparently, to the they're they're doing a huge thing at Columbus Circle tomorrow. Yeah, just don't I. I have a friend who is a police officer, and we had plans to do something tomorrow afternoon, and he had to cancel because he has to be there. Yeah. You know? Like, it's, 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 a, it's a shame. I mean, like, you I'm know. looking at this dope's Facebook feed, this idiot stand-up comic. And, by the way, they're all mentally ill. Where is everybody at tonight for the march? I'm en route to the city. Be prepared. The NYPD uses sonic weapons against peaceful protesters. You know what? It's not really peaceful when you're stopping the train and traffic from moving through. You know, it's Look. funny. Like, I, I was actually explaining that to someone. I'm like, you know, that's you're not you're not doing it in a peaceful way because other people are going to get upset. Other people are going to react. Other people are going to get pissed off. And then it's like it was explained to me. It's like, well, they're being peaceful. If people react in a violent way or in a non non peaceful manner, that's them not being yeah. peaceful. They're still See, being peaceful. And, it's like, and here, dude, well, I here's get what's that, happening. Here's what's there's happening. A, Look at there's this. a new bar for being peaceful now that was uh, unfortunately set by the, the incidents that that occurred, you know, in, in the last couple of weeks. So now, if they if people are not setting cars on fire and yeah. looting and destroying people's businesses. That's a peaceful demonstration. So but here we go. Look at this set. one. Right. Hashtag shut it down. 6 p.m. today, Friday, December 5th at Columbus Circle. Hashtag economic shutdown. Hashtag no justice, no profit. This is now getting taken over by the same people who did the Occupy bullshit. Now it's no longer about what happened. It's about, you know, screwing the, the man. The only people who are going to be harmed are the, are, are, are the disenfranchised, the middle class, small, small businesses. businesses. The yeah. people that are, are doing the protesting in this manner are the ones that are going to be harmed in the end. They, it's, it's, it's amazing to me that, that they don't realize this. There's so many more effective ways to get your points across. And one is really, you know, protesting in an effective, peaceful way. Uh, and, and I just don't, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it, man. Nothing. It's like, I have to tell you that, you know, as a Jew, who, as a, as, as a person who is known persecution, who still deals with anti-Semitism, who has been, you know, who that's all you hear growing up as a Jewish kid. I got to tell you, if something happened to a Jew, we wouldn't be burning down our hood. Right. Yeah. It, it just is, wouldn't be happening. This is insane. I, I mean, listen, guys. You know, it's it's I get it. I get I totally get it. But now you're affecting me 
Right. And I'm getting annoyed because now I want to go have a nice dinner, nice expensive I go dinner. Out to dinner. Right. Yeah. I'm going to quality meats tomorrow. But at the same time, it's like I watched this video of the people stopping the seven train, like one of the busiest, yeah. you know, subways. Stopping it, it's like shut it down, no trains, nothing, whatever. And you see all these cops there and they're like, like, excuse me, miss, you're going to have to, don't touch me, don't touch me. It's like, all right, you know what? What if the cops did just walk away and let everybody do that? That's what they should do. What if they walked away and then people started fighting? One guy gets up. Yo, can you get out of the doorway? I got to get home. That, my wife's no, waiting that for me. Is what my kids are waiting for me. That is what well, they look, should there, do. Exactly. No, if the cops walked guy. away and said, you know what? Screw this. I'm done. We're done. You know what? You guys have at it. You guys beat the hell out of each other. And then you can't blame us. When your son dies because you your son was standing in the doorway, your mother was standing in the doorway. She got her ass beat to death because she wouldn't move. She wouldn't let the train move. It's not the cops' look, fault. Look, the, you the pushed us away. An incredible, and that's a good point, Coco. The police have an incredibly difficult job. And yes, there are some police officers who unfortunately feel the need to to be overzealous, or maybe they feel, you know, like with this guy. I mean, he's a he's a huge guy. He was not um, necessarily being. Um, you know, agreeable. And listen, there's no re- there's no way that this guy deserved to die for selling Lucy's on the street. However, the cops were called by the store owners. They approached this guy. The guy was, you know, basically not, you know, uh, not cooperating. Yeah. So they felt that they needed to do something. Now, was it a dumb move? Sure. To do, do it the way they did? Absolutely. If they really felt that they had to somehow apprehend this guy or somehow to con- contain this guy... Shoot him with a stun gun. You know, don't choke the guy to death. The guy, obviously, is like 300 pounds. There's a great chance he's gonna, the guy's going to have a heart attack or have some sort of problem. He didn't look too healthy. No, he didn't I mean, look well. I don't, look, I don't, I don't think it's cool that the guy died at all. You know what I mean? Anybody dying in any situation like this, it's terrible, and I understand it. But on the other hand, you know... Everybody knows, like, what's been going on with the police and everything and everything that's going on. It's like, why? It's like, I understand you don't want to get harassed by the police, but it's going to happen. And it's like sometimes who's getting harassed by the police? Well, you know, uh, uh, black people, you know, yeah. So you're saying we, we all have to be so goddamn politically correct because we are Caucasian. We do not have the ability to really voice. Uh, our opinions, and also voice you know the opinions of some people. Listen, no, I mean, I'm, look, listen, I'm a little look, dark. Look, look at look, me. I got a beard. See, I mean, like, I've never been thing, harassed. But that's the thing, though. It's like you know, it's like you said, Spencer. You're Jewish. You understand what it's like to have that kind of that kind of treatment. You know, Andrew. You know, looks a certain way that people might think that he's they might Sh- look shady at him and be like, Persian club owner. I'm Italian, Sicilian. I get that too. You know what I mean? Italian people had their had their Nobody. time too. I dated a black woman, and I would go to her house, and her her mother was a very lovely woman, would you know constantly comment on my Judaism in a very odd like almost like I was like some sort of a Martian. You're from another right. planet. You're from Mars. Like I like I was from another planet. I'm like <laughs> okay, see, I can understand thing, maybe because I'm a white you, guy. Did she ask you about the horns? No, she didn't ask to see my yeah. horns, but. It was a really bizarre thing. And I have to tell you, you know, like I was involved with this world and this family. And I just remember there was one day I was there for some holiday and Martin Luther King, you know, I have a dream speech came on television and everything fucking stopped. Oh, my God. It was like you could hear a pin drop. 
People are drinking, having a good time. All of a sudden, bingo, it just ended. And that's what I knew. I was kind of like involved in this completely different culture. And I, and I kind of understand where, where you know, where, where, where African-Americans or where black people are coming from, for sure. But I have to say there's prejudice everywhere. And Absolutely. I felt it as a Jewish kid in a black person's home. Right. But that's what I'm saying, though. It's like at the same time, it's like, you know, a, a black person doesn't put take any of that into account when they're looking at you. You know what I mean? It's like I, I can, you know, look at a black person and say, all right, I understand why you're doing this. I understand that you're fed up with I mean, like, I can't know how someone feels when something like that happens, but I understand you, you're fed up. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you, you got to swallow your pride and just like let them do what they're doing, because then you know that something like this is going to happen. What why was that pro- why provoke that? it even further? There was a kid in Las Vegas. There's a black kid in Las Vegas that put out a video that got a tremendous amount of views. Uh, it went viral. Uh-huh. And there's a kid who's wearing this like this big brim uh, and hat. And they were following and, him around in the, in the supermarket. Is that the no, one? no? They weren't. No, they weren't. No, no. He was a guy who's basically saying like, listen, you know, uh, black people. Uh, you know, slavery ended 400 years ago. And if your life is screwed up, it's not because of slavery. And, you know, he was just going on to this whole thing. But what's interesting about this guy is, and again, I'm not saying that's my opinion, but this was this kid's opinion. You know, he made a lot of really lucid points that, you know what, racism is not, is not ending anytime soon. There's always going to be racism. But the truth is, if you're pulled over and you cooperate, even though it's a pain in the ass, it's unlikely you're going to get killed. And yes, it sucks. It's the reality of the situation, though. Mm-hmm. So it's just the reality of. It. Yeah. So you know, and, and if if they kept keep um, racially profiling, and eventually, you know, after ten years, they find out that racially profiling, you know, African Americans isn't doing. You know, they're not getting any more collars, and these kids aren't carrying drugs or guns or you know whatever. They're not you know causing any issues. And eventually, they're going to stop racially profiling. I'm going to tell you something. I I don't. I have, I'm not going to go headfirst into this. I have plenty of black friends. They're all in professional jobs. Uh, they're all family guys. They're, they're settled down. I mean, it, it's it's everything you don't think of. You know, the white racist thought I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the black guy is, you know, he's, he's a thug. He's walking. He's going to rob me. <coughs> they're, they're, it, the, the stereotype does not exist for, for my black friends. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I had this discussion with them two days ago, and I asked them, have you ever felt that a cop was being racist with you. One of them said, yeah, I had a situation when I was 14. I was walking home. Okay, fine. You were 14. I'm talking about your adult life. From the time that you were 21 on, have you had a a scenario play out where you said, oh, my God, this is happening because I'm black? And they go, no. I've never had that happen. I've never felt that I was being profiled. I've never felt that uh, I wasn't given a job. Now, this is my group of friends. But, but let's face it, if you see, if you see yeah. a black guy walking down the street uh, wearing a, a suit and carrying a briefcase, it's pretty unlikely you're going to cross the street. But if you see a black guy, you know, the same guy wearing a hoodie and a pair of high tops and maybe a do-rag. But I would do the same. It, I mean, it but, is, it is, there's but a is possibility it, you may get it, a little nervous. And wh- why is that? Okay, but Why do you think that is? Because they're black? I don't – for me, no. no. For me, no. For someone no. else, probably. For me, no. I, I don't consider myself a racist person. I don't react it's that way the because durag, they're black. Dude. It's the it is the do-rag. And you know That's what? I it. wish I could get away with wearing a do-rag. <laughs> I want a I do-rag. I would wear a red suit like uh, – what's his name? Um, who's that guy? Oh, God. <laughs> Comedian that had a talk show. Oh, the one that hosts uh, the, the Family Feud. Family he's Feud. Now. He's got, yeah, he's got a big mustache. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Yeah. I, I mean I can't wear a red suit. There's no way that I can get away with wearing a red suit. I think I could get away with it. 
I think I, I, listen, I think I'm going to tell you th- this. There is a major problem in this country. I'm jealous and of that fact. I want to be able to wear like a checkered pair of pants. I want to try. Why can't I? I, I would want to do that. You are not allowed to. You wear it. You go out there. They're laughing at you. Yeah, a brother walks out there with checkered pants and a suit tie and a, he, he's wearing a he could wear like a bowler hat, a bowler hat, I, a cane. Laugh. I still. Laugh. You're looking at you saying this guy is sharp. It's one of a, like <laughs> me. I'd wear that as a joke. He's wearing leather, you know, snake print shoes with like an actual snake Wait, here, on the on the tip. Oh, no. and, and again, you know, we all have to. We always have to preface it by saying we have black friends. Blah blah blah. Isn't that isn't that sad? But I understand it, that's just the reality of it. And you know what? I think that black people absolutely have a gripe. There's no doubt about it. But I also believe that, you know, I think that, you know, like the Ferguson situation kind of made their cause even more difficult for, for the average uh, black American. Well, I think what's going to happen now, um, I, I listen, I honestly think there is a point here. There's a tremendous point here. Now, what's going to happen, and I'm telling you right now, within the next two months, this entire movement is going to get overrun by nonsense by it's going to split off just like the occupy thing it's going to get split off why is the occupy wall street happening when we have a democrat in office i'm just i just want to know what the hell happened to ebola Gone. Forget it. It's, it's, it's like oh, it's that's, done. that's done. Nobody There's cares. There's no more ebola. No one cares. E- no one's worried about it. People are traveling again. You know, no, it, and I got to tell you, and Bill Cosby's sense. like, this is the best goddamn thing that ever. Holy happened crap. Bill Cosby's so happy right now. Oh, hell yes. His career. <laughs> you know, I think he shot the guy. <laughs> I think forget about the cop. I think he was there. Well, I mean, you, you know, there's probably a reason that he's not out talking about this now because then there's like, well, you know what? You're a rapist. You know, like. He's keeping his mouth and, shut. So you guys want to take a phone call? Yeah, let's take one. OK, let's uh, let's see who this is. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this, and where are you calling from? I don't know what the hell happened to Ebola. Hey, man, you're on the air, Mac. I hear your computer. What's up? Hello. Hello. Oh. Hi. Oh. Hi. This is Nadia. Um, I'm my mother. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, hi, Andrew. Hi. You look different. Me? Yeah, I didn't know you kept a beard. I did. Oh, this is yeah. this, this yeah. is this is the most awesome call of the year. Yeah, this, this is a phone call that could have been done to like his cell phone at oh, ten o'clock. I'm good, you know. I can't complain, girl. You know, <laughs> girl. That's good. That's good. <clears throat> you guys are talking about Ebola. Ebola is gone, I guess. Right? No more Ebola. My and mother. Gonna have to my it. mother's a big fan of the show, and she watches every week. Uh-huh. And then I get the phone call. I get the phone call on like Tuesday afternoon from her, and she's like, "You said that so and so, but like I don't remember you, t- you. I didn't see anything. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's what happened. But you know, it's a show. You so, know, you do that whole thing. So she decided to give you that call now. She decided to give me that call now. All right, that's yeah. lovely. That's so great. now, so what? What happens is I say something here, and then she's going to question me on why I said it and if it really happened. So my whole thing is, I yeah. I tell her everything is fake on the show, right? Okay. This entire it's, show is it's, fake. It's, it's all it's true. I'm, the whole thing. I'm the not even thing. here. This is just no. He's a paid actor. Right. Coco's a paid actor. Yeah, Spencer's not a real person. He's not like central. A hologram. I'm, I'm actually not even in the same room as Andrew. He keeps me in the basement in the in, like the the corner. He just kind of makes it look. Okay. This is a green screen. Yeah. Yeah. He's in. He's, we're not even in. The same it's room. actually it's actually oh, it's quite so- cold down here. 
So let's switch gears. So Nadia, how do you feel about all of your son's uh, success? Oh my God, it's unbelievable. Maybe all of my friends are talking about Andrew and they love it. Um, he's quite famous. Even people from other countries, they watch Andrew. I don't want it's... anybody watching me. I really, I don't <laughs> want anybody from outside of this country. Maybe Canada. Mom, stop telling people. No, no, no. Overseas, overseas, overseas. You're, big, you're very big in the UK, Andrew. I'm huge in, in, in Turkey. He's huge in Japan. Did I ever tell you, you that? Old that story? Do you know that I'm a best-selling author in Turkey? You know that, right? You, he, you are. The best-selling book in Turkey. You know, I eat turkey. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll send you the cover. Uh, you you saw the Turkish cover, so, right, Andrew? I did. It's not even yeah. you. It's like some like Turkish guy. It's a Turkish <laughs> yeah. guy with a great head of yeah, hair, his, and it's written by like Muhammad, like Sandal. That's the guy. That's Muhammad the author. Sandal. Yeah, that's the author. They they hear they hear oh, Cobra and they're like, "Is that Jewish? Is that Jewish name? <laughs> no, 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 Sandal. That's what we're putting." Um, why do you listen to the show? I'm just curious. She loves Coco. She does actually. Yeah, right. Coco's eyes. Oh, Coco's eyes. See, I get. Yes. I I'm actually. Now. My mother calls me and tells me to be nice to you on the show. <laughs> that is the best part I, of it. Thank you. That's so sweet. You know, I actually get messages from people who watch like other shows who like ask me. They're like, "Is this guy for real?" You know, like when I start talking about like, and you, you say, know, "Yeah, he is." When I start like talking about Guar and stuff, they're like, "Dude, like other Guar fans, are like, dude, is this guy for real?" My mother. My mother would think if she knew what Guar was. She would say she would agree with everything I've ever said to no, you. No, she would life. think that you were the devil. Me or him? No, him. Yeah, she would. Coco, Coco goes to concerts where they cut, they mutilate people, and then they take their blood and they throw it on people. They kill fake babies. Yeah, they 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 actually abort babies. See, this is what I mean. This is like, it's like you know Th- that I, is what they do, right? It is what they do. Yes, it is what they do. They're aborting people on stage. <laughs> Mass genocide is happening. Why are you trying to make your mother hate me? This is terrible. I don't like it when anybody likes you. I really don't. It bothers me. But your mother, it's your mother. Like, your father loves me, too, and he knows about it. He doesn't know anything about you. Just his grandfather called you fat the other day. That was the best part. We have to get into this again. I couldn't believe that. Coco, Coco, my husband and I love you. Oh, thank you so much. You have beautiful eyes, and my son Andrew has to take it easy on you. I, I yell at him about you. Thank you so and much. He's mean to you. I yell at him. Thank you okay? so much. I appreciate that. You're very sweet. <laughs> she got, and no, I, did, did, did we ever did, did we ever meet in the line at the limelight in the eighties? <laughs> uh, I was in limelight. You used that. What about what other? What was that? Was what, strawberries? No, no, the danceteria. Yes. The danceteria. New Jersey, what was that club's name? Um, well, it, it had a Hispanic name, but it was a very nice club. Disco, actually. I hooked up with a chick that sounds just like you in, in Magique uh, Chippendales back in 1984. Was that, that wasn't you, No, was too, too late. That's too late. A couple of years, you have to go back. I think I might have met her like last week at a club. You know, My parents used to go. She, they used to party. <laughs> they used to go to clubs all the time. Like all the time they used to go to clubs. It's the most bizarre thing in the world. I, I, kind of, I have a feeling that your mom probably still goes to clubs. And I think we've had a couple of dances, too. I think like just, Coco's a very good dancer. Yes, and I'm sure your mother is, too. They used to go to clubs, go party. On Saturday nights with a group of friends. Saturdays, that's what we did. This goes. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I, I am as old as your mother, Andrew. I know. We're the same age. I know. Not and the, I got not, a, and Obviously, she's young. She, you have a young mom. I have a, I have a room in your house, and I don't have a room in her house. <laughs> 
I, we got we got pictures of Andrew and Jess. We got a whole thing. He's got his own TV. It's really nice. Yeah, I I put up a poster. For my, I, I have a Michael Jordan poster on the wall. I bet I have a room in your mom's <laughs> house, though. You probably would. I probably would More have a room over in your me. mom's house over you. Over me. <laughs> right, well, well, listen. Uh, not we we have we have a lot of phone calls. Is there anything that else you want to add to the show tonight? No, you guys are great. We just love you, Jim, and I love watching you guys and. Great show. Well, thank, thank you, you very until, much. until I say something that she doesn't like. Until I say something she doesn't <laughs> like, and then she gets so mad that I said something on the air. Like she's like, "Why would you say that?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" Your mom's awesome because she loves me. I know she likes it. Awesome. She hates me. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank Bye. you. Every- Happy Hanukkah. Oh, but- hold on, hold on. Did, did you hang up? No, she's there. So can you? Okay, so Spencer doesn't believe me. When I was a kid, you told me that in your past life you were you were an Israeli girl. You were you were a Jewish girl that got drowned by Arabs. Is that true? Yes. That see. Yes. Now you yes. know why I'm so whacked out of my skull. My <laughs> well, mother, glad, my I'm mother glad, in like, some you're... distant life was an Israeli girl that was drowned by Arabs in the Black Sea. Well, it's wow. nice to know you're a Jew. Well, she is. Well, it, it turned out to be I'm not Armenian. I'm Italian. Isn't that wild? Yeah. That's something. Well, it's unbelievable. I, it's, I'm not believing that DNA result, but it is true. I did it two times. Wow. Right. They're not to be I'm Italian from my mother's side. My mother's Italian, Italian. And, we didn't know. And she's a Jew from my grandfather's side. Wow. So you don't sound not, so upset yeah. about that, though. That's actually a good thing. I like being so a fellow you have a little, so, you, so you have a little Sorry. bit of Jew in you, Andrew. I do. I he knew does. it. I he knew does. it. I knew it. Yeah. That's Jewish, doesn't it? A little bit. What does that now, mean? Yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> now you take that in, you take that as an insult, but Jews are very good looking. I don't. People. I'm fine with that. I want to be not a taking Jew. it as an insult. He I, just, I'm he's gonna, just trying to figure out what it means. Spencer, I'm go- I want to convert. I want to do that. I want to just convert. I want to become a Jew. I want to live in California. Well, uh, I have to pay for your bar mitzvah. Then. You do. You have to pay for my bar mitzvah. I'm coming. My mom, mom's my mother, and I'm paying. I'm paying, but your mom's coming. My you mother was that? always when I was a kid, like she was obsessed with Jews, like in the best way. Like she loved Jews. Like well, if I had a I Jewish mean, friend, she would want to talk about Jewish husbands. Jews make the best husbands. You know that. Most well, we women. found out on the air that I was in a past life was a black man. You were a black man, yeah, and that kind of explains a lot too. You know what I mean? So, that's cocoa yeah. butter, yeah, but, and, but like that, that's, you know, that strange obsession. Like, why? Thank you so much. All right. Nice to you. Take, have a great weekend. My mother would tell me that in her past life, she was killed by Arabs. You know, you know the show sucks when your mom's trying to get off the air. My mom is like, I got to go. I'll <laughs> see you see, later. Let's, let's, let's see who this is. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this and where are you calling from? Uh, this is Chauncey Hayden. I'm calling from Emerson, New Jersey. <laughs> hey, Chauncey. Can, How are can you? You, like, my mother calls and then Chauncey calls. Yeah. Your hey. mother has the sexiest voice I've ever heard in my life. You would I'm love my mother. I think, I think I have a crush. I think I have a crush on your mom. You would I love my mom. I think that at one point I hooked up with his mother and she knows it. I think it <laughs> has. I, I believe that. I so want that to be real. She I sounds so... like an Armenian spy. Like something out of... She sounds like she should be in a spy movie. Chauncey, she's right <laughs> up your alley too. She's blonde, blue-eyed. She's got the whole thing. And she's like, she's she's what, 48? Yeah. Young for me. I think I, I think I'm too, too old for your mom. Yeah, I think you are a little too old for my mom. I'm, I'm actually too old for your mom. That's how old I am. Think about that. I have How's spent, your arm, Chauncey? 
it, it's actually much better. The, the body is an amazing thing. I, I went from definitely having to get surgery to doing nothing about it. And now, you know, it's stiff and it's sore, but what, it, what an amazing healing process. So you, didn't, you, you ended up not getting the surgery, huh? I, I, yeah, I didn't get it. I, I, well, you know, your bicep means thigh, too. So I, only one part of my bicep detached. I still had another part, the outer part, stayed intact. Right. So they said, you know, you're never going to do anything physical in your life. You're never going to lift anything. You're never going to exercise. So what do you need two biceps for? You know, like just you just got it. What do you? You have you have a sept. That's all you have. What's that? You, you just have one sept. You have one sept. It's, it's a single sept. I have a sept. It's a <laughs> so I've spent I've spent so much time with Chauncey in the last two days that this entire week I spent the entire week with him. I I I, yeah. I actually thought you were going to move to Jersey City for a while. Me? Yeah, because you're there every day. I'm there every day. I was there twice. Uh, I was there Monday and I was there Wednesday. And I went to work. I work like a normal person. It's so weird to see Andrew in New Jersey. It's the strangest thing. It's so uncomfortable for the entire state. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he doesn't. He doesn't belong. He's uncomfortable when Andrew is, is in town. You know, he, he when he comes here, he's dressed in all black. He comes to L.A. Yeah. He, I'm telling I'm like, you, I'm like an old Greek woman mourning. He, he, that's, he that's how I travel. He has, like this, he has this like suitcase with like um uh, uh like bumper stickers on it. <laughs> He looks like a refugee. Yeah, he's, he's like he like looks, he, he looks like he's a refugee from another country. Yeah, he just, he, he just landed in Ellis Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he, he drags around. He mopes. Yeah, I'm looking for work. I'm just asking people randomly for work. He's very uncomfortable. He says he's a tailor. You know, yeah, I'm a tailor. That, right? I was really. I was actually no. I was an engineer back in my country, and right. I'm a tailor here because they were all engineers apparently. Or, or you could be a sheep herder too, right? I, I mean, be, yeah, that's, yeah. So how is it working with me? Did you notice I got out of there? You did. The entire time? I the room for like five minutes and I left. Entire time, Spence, I just roll my eyes at Chauncey. And every time he has an idea, even if it's a good idea, I just tell him how awful it is. <laughs> and then I feel bad and I'm like, oh, I can't do that because like he's actually working with this guy too. So I have to, in the nicest way, and I can't even just say, like, no, that's a good idea. I have to, like, be like, you know what? That's a good idea, but. But, yeah. yeah I can't it, do it. It's so much tension. There's so much tension and conflict. You know what I'm like? I'm like a beaten wife. Like, after a while, I just learn to shut up and not and not respond. And when Andrew moves, I flinch. Like, yeah. It's just, no, it's stressful. It's stressful. Yeah. But, I ha- what do they call There's a syndrome. There's a, it's called it, a certain it, it's, syndrome. Uh, it's, 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 um. It's uh, Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm yeah, syndrome. Stockholm yeah. syndrome. That's yeah. what I suffer from when I'm around Andrew. I, I I feel very beaten, and my self-esteem drops like a thousand. Percent. It's funny because when Andrew comes out here, he's like a little kid. All he wants to do yeah, is please. Because well, he looks up yeah. to you. Because Andrew looks up to you, but he looks down to me. Well, why so would he look down to you? You're famous. You've done well in your life. <laughs> I don't get that. You're yeah, older I, than I than him. You know. Yeah, you I, went to, I went to his. I went to his apartment. I went to his apartment. I kid you not. I walk in, and it's actually a nice apartment. But I couldn't say anything nice to him. And I go, "Oh, this is cozy." <laughs> You're a jerk. You're a real live jerk. It's like it's like he's like a computer downloading all the information. No, I see like, that. These eyes darting around the room, and he's just looking for material. He's looking for things, anything he can find. I did find something. 
Yeah, his eyes are darting. It's what, weird. It's what creepy. did I find? What did I find weird when I walked in there immediately? <laughs> well, I forget. What did you find? Your 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 uh, your kitchen, the computer in, in the kitchen. Oh yeah, that bothered you. That drove really me nuts. You. Well, you know what bothered him? I had a a fifty five inch television in my in my um in my uh, family room, and it really bugged he him. He didn't like that. He thought it was no. too small for the room. I said, "What are you poor?" So you 55? know, I just, I just got a six. I just, I just got a sixty-five inch television today to please me for for my trip because he's coming out. Oh my god! And you know what? You know what? This is all from this is all from my mother telling me she was a, she was an Israeli girl that was killed by Arabs in her past life. This is why I am the way I am. Stop blaming your mother. Your mother's a very sweet lady. Yeah. Stop. No, your mother's a sexy lady. Chauncey would love my mom. <laughs> she would love my mom. She would love him. She actually does have a very sexy oh, yeah. voice. She does. Nadia she would does. love yeah. Chauncey. She kind of sounds like the, the, uh, the what was that uh, cartoon? Um, Rocky um, and Bullwinkle? <laughs> no, the, yeah. Well, yeah, a little the, bit. Yeah, Natasha. exactly. Yeah, Natasha. Natasha. Yeah. You know, you know what? When she said disco, I got very turned on. <laughs> For some reason, when she said the word disco, it was like my erogenous zone. Like, it, it hit my button. Now, how would you feel if, you're, if Chauncey started to, started to date your mom? I, I think that would be great. That would be awesome. I don't, think, I don't think he'd like that. Unfortunately, Chauncey has no... no. You know what? It, I'm see, trying to think how... See, see this is what's going to happen. He's going to say how great it is, and then he's going to totally, like, destroy Chauncey and, like, say why it wouldn't work. No, like, I actually No, that would like be great, Chauncey. but you know what's wrong with Chauncey? Blah, 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 blah. And then I mean, he's going to make you feel yeah. terrible about even I think thinking fact, about it. I think you would be the ring bearer, Andrew, at the wedding. You'd be the ring bearer. Oh, that'd like, be so nice. <laughs> I would love that. You have, like a little, you have this little pillow with a yeah. ring. Like a little pillow with a ring. You yeah. I mean, like, you talk about the Chauncey Hayden vortex. That is the end. That is, that's how the vortex ends with him. It's your mother marrying him and you becoming the ring bearer at the wedding. Somewhere in, 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 in New Jersey, in Hackensack. The wedding is held in a church in Hackensack. Yeah. Yeah, like in Hackensack, the worst part is with all the scandal and all the crazy things in my life, it's really not that far out of reach. No. Like, I could actually see it happening with all the crazy stuff that's happened to me in my life. Yeah. Like, why would that be any different? Yeah. I, it would be I awesome. And, I, ended up, I ended up marrying Andrew's mom. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> maybe, we could have, maybe we could have a little baby and, and like, your half, your half sibling. Oh, my yeah. God. And then my mother could go off to like little Armenia. Red, a little redhead with thick eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> this kid is like a screwed up Groucho Marx. His, his eyebrows are majestic. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it actually. Yeah. They, people, very thick eyebrows. they look people like they're stare actually at me. stuck on with with glue. I've well, never seen are. anything like even, it. And I don't have eye, and I don't even have eyebrows. You know what's funny? I have I have like my eyebrows are like brown and blonde. So it, on camera, they're, like they're they're non-existent on the sides. So I think maybe I should <laughs> dye them and be like Andrew. See, people say I have no eyebrows, but I actually do. They're just clear colored. They're clear. They're, they're blonde. They don't yeah. have a color. Yeah. They're clear. It's beyond blonde. They're like, they have no color. I have the but same thing on the side. Feel them. Yeah. 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 I know something's there. I know yeah. it's there. Yeah. And Andrew's, he, he, it's like, he, that's why he can go bald. He can shave his head because nope. of those eyebrows. Not going to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the thing. When I shave my head, which I do, I look like a cancer patient. Because uh, I have no eyebrows. So what, what do you think? What do you think about Andrew starting Propecia? Andrew's, Andrew got a script and he's ready to go. He was there. Yeah. You know, it, it's so ridiculous. He doesn't need anything. I mean, okay, so he's thinning on the sides a little bit, but that's it. Just oh, my God. You actually he did, he already, said it. He already used that joke, though. 
So it's not, it doesn't work when, the second time. He already used it over there. He was dying for to use it. Andrew, it's a mature, it doesn't work on everybody, but a receiving hairline works on you. I don't care what anybody says, you're really smart. Andrew. It makes you look more mature. Yeah. And as you get older, you'll look even more mature. Chauncey was dying to, because I got examined by the doctor. He went in there and he sat down. He's like, oh, no, I'm staying. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 I'm not going anywhere. I want to see all this. And it was such an awkward moment because the, Dr. Gonzalez was not allowed for me. But he really can't release it, even though we joke around. At the end of the day, he really has, there has to be privacy when it comes to that. Right. And we all wanted to know what Andrew's BMI was, what his weight was. And, and, and we couldn't get Dr. Gonzalez to tell us. He just looked at Andrew and said, it's not that bad. When the doctor <laughs> says it's not yeah. that bad, you're fucked. <laughs> What's your doctor's name? It's like Gonzalez. Oh, Gonzalez. All right, that's close. He meant us. Dr. Jimenez. No, Dr. Gonzalez was that's actually, I think he was surprised. He thought I was in better shape than I am. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was so happy. It made me so happy. When he said it's not that bad, it, it, I got like a chill through my body. I'm oh, like, so wait a second. Did, the, did you do the, um, where you go into water and, and the scale, or they have one of those? Uh, no, no, no. Calib- it's like a calibration weight. thing. So you like, you step yeah. on a barefoot and you put your fingers $10, on it. $10,000. Yeah. Yeah. And How much is it? For the machine, fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand bucks. Yeah, I have to tell you, those calibration machines. I mean, the real way to do it is to do the whole scale of the water, but they're pretty good. They they actually do work. Pretty no, well. I mean, you know what's funny? I, I, it was actually exactly what I had I said would because say right when we were about twenty seven percent body fat. That's why right. I was no, twenty six. That's way too much. No, I was nineteen. I was twenty six. You were nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Wow. Then you're great. That's got you're in good shape. That's fine. I was nineteen. Maybe, and I, I was mean, a little disappointed. Well, maybe for a guy yeah. my age, 19, that's good. If you're forty six, you're forty seven. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. How old do you get, Andrew? I'm thirty. You piece of garbage. <laughs> See, that's that's the thing. I'm actually overweight, and I'm about that. I'm a little a little bit more. I'm about I'm about twenty. Yeah, but I think everybody's and overweight. I, when almost, you do BMI, when you do BMI, everybody's overweight. You know. But this thing was awesome. So, like, it actually tells you where you're holding the weight. So it's like, okay, well, it it measures the muscle, like your muscle in your left hand, the muscle in your right hand, muscle in your left leg, right leg, your trunk, your back. Like, it calculates the muscle and the fat. It's unbelievable, actually. Mine's in my chest. So basically it was saying I have pitch. Yeah, you have male male breasts. No, my mus- I, have- I have a lot of muscle in my chest and my arms and my uh, and my stomach. He was actually surprised. He's like, well, your trunk area, you have like 75 pounds of muscle. Like, it's crazy. But you have like 30 pounds of fat. <laughs> but right before I went in there. Cause 30 we, I- pounds of fat. Like, we're- well, you know, the booze, the booze doesn't help. Though. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. I mean, I take it from me. Like, I, you know, I, I drink on the air and stuff. But most of the week I'm not drinking. So. There's if I really stopped completely, I'd probably be down to like eighteen percent body fat, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. that's easy. Who does us all in? But what are you going to do? You just not going to drink? You got to drink. I can't. I can't survive. Life? How do you get through life? Why can't I have a glass <laughs> of wine? Like I don't know what I do. Yeah, Chauncey no. loves Chardonnay. That's his I look drink. Forward to it. Chauncey <laughs> orders Chardonnay like a nice lady. <laughs> I actually like. I actually like red <laughs> wine, but I'm so obsessed with my teeth that I won't drink it. So I'll drink like Pinot Noir or uh, or uh, Chardonnay, and I'm not a big fan of Chardonnay though. I'd rather have red wine, but that's how obsessed I am with teeth. How do you feel about that, John? Is that weird? I was going to say fascinating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have this whole thing because I I know guys. I know one guy's in radio here in Los Angeles, and he all he drinks is red wine. His Tom teeth Likas. are gray. Tom Likas. I didn't say that. I did not say that. His teeth are gray. Yeah. 
And it's because of the red wine. His teeth like, are the last of his problems. I don't want that, man. <laughs> well, you can't just get him whitened every year. Every year, just go and have them. Uh, what do you What do you think Tom likes his body I fat is? I get him whitened every four months. Are you kidding me? Do you I'm really? Obsessed. Do you go I, in I, or I, you don't? I floss. No, I, I go in. I floss. So this is twice this is a day of our lives. I, I love comparing our lives, Spencer, because they're they're so complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. So you go and get your teeth whitened. How often? I'd say uh, at least uh, three times a year. I go three times a year and get my teeth removed. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like in my in my life with my income, you don't get your teeth whitened; you take them out. <laughs> it's che- it ends up being cheaper in the end. Yeah, I'm going to remove yeah. these. It's cheaper. Yeah. You just remove the teeth. Yeah. The teeth gets a little discolored. You just have them take it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's man. The of our lives. That's very depressing. Yeah. Oh, tell me. <laughs> I'm sitting here in the pouring rain in New Jersey waiting for a train. Where are you? Nothing to that. Where are you? I'm in Emerson, New Jersey. I'm in Emerson, New Jersey. Why? I had to see an account for an ad. I actually took the train an hour to go see a woman that owns a bar to get an ad for the magazine. And I walk in and she goes, oh, I'm not talking to you. It's dinner time. And she turns around and walks away. So I just had to turn back into pouring rain and now I'm waiting for the train to take me home. God, oh what, a, what, a, what a life you live. Now, does Jersey still it's have the like the best? Jersey thing. still has the best strip clubs, though. They At least they used to. You know, they used to have like these really interesting and like cool bikini bars. And is it still the same? See, I think they're horrible. The bikini bars to me don't make any sense. I, to go to, to Texas, where not only do they get naked, but they serve booze. They don't. They don't serve booze here in New Jersey. Oh, really? If they're naked, yeah. And, and schools have gotten so strict. So now I didn't know that. Changed since the eighties. I'll tell you that. Wait a minute. They don't. They don't serve booze at the titty bars. They used to serve booze at the titty bars. Only, only, only if they have clothes on. If they if there's any nudity, they can't serve. Booze. I had so no that's idea. Changed. That's that's definitely changed since the early nineties. Yeah, because they used yeah. to have topless with with uh, topless with booze. I didn't know that. I strip clubs and I went to strip clubs in the seventies. Do you know what a strip club was like in New Jersey in the seventies? I know. The, the women, the women had giant bellies that had scars on them that flopped over their their thongs. Wow! They all had they all had knife wounds. They all had like scars. <laughs> they had knife wounds. Yeah, and all of them were in the, like their thirties and forties. It was such a different scene in the 70s. A strip club, these women were like your grandmother dancing on stage with knife wounds. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. That's right up Coco's yeah, Alley. It didn't, that it didn't is. Change, it didn't change. It didn't become the cheerleader next door until, like, the, the early 90s is when it really changed over. You know what, though? Like, I miss, like, I totally miss that. I that That's before my time. Like, when I started going to these bars, it was all, uh, you were getting... The Russians, and you were getting like the the Colombians. Oh no! When I was going, it was Brazilians. That was, Brazilians, that was like that's what you were getting. I never got like I I've yet to see like the all all American stripper. You know, like the Pam Andersons, and you because they stopped doing they stopped doing it. Yeah, you know why? Why? I can tell you why? Because when they imported the Russians and <laughs> they imported the South Americans, these girls they, they take into the back room and they give you a blowjob, and and. Yeah. So the, that never happened in, in the uh, '90s. All you got was a band. That's yeah. really all you got. That's it. So, so you could be the, the captain of the cheerleader team and be a stripper. Now, you know they're not going to make any money because the guys come in and they want the Russian, the hot, beautiful model Russian girls that are going to do any sexual favor the guy wants. 
you just can't compete. Yeah, it's really it's really changed. I mean, when I when I used to go when I was a kid, like twenty one years old, I, there was no there's really no sex. It was just a it, you'd see women on stage basically, and maybe what? towards the end of of, of that time, you got maybe, a lap dance. Yeah, they'd have lap dance. Can dances. I tell you? Can I, well, I'll tell you a quick funny story before my train comes. When I was in the Navy, I um, you know, in boot camp in Chicago, there was uh, a strip club in in the uh, like, like a mile from the base. And they warned that, yeah, that, that's my thing coming. They said, uh, don't go there. Whatever you do when you have leaves, don't go to this place. I'm 18 years old. So, of course, the first, you have in your pocket from your Navy pay, your first paycheck. Right. The first thing you do is go there. I spent all $300 with a girl who took me by the hand. She made me buy, buy her a bottle of, of champagne. Uh, the 20 bucks, yeah, $20 bottle of champagne. We sat in the back. We sat in the corner in this dark lounge. And she unbuckled my pants, masturbated me, and I handed her three hundred dollars. And I, I was never happier in my life. I gotta tell you, it's probably worth every penny. It was worth every penny. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. That made that you that, a man. That made me a man. Yeah. yeah. Young Chauncey. I mean, that's better. It's. I know you got to go, but it's better than half the other stories I've heard. And, and you know what? The last time we went to a strip club, that happened to you. I mean, except for the, except for the handy, but you got you pretty much got robbed. <laughs> Your girl star, oh, the stripper. Oh my god, I'm on the wrong side of the train. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, I'm not, I'm literally on the wrong side of the train. Fuck! Wait a second. Oh my god! Oh man, that's so. What does that mean? He's on the wrong side of the. He's train. on the wrong side of the, of the wrong track. platform. Yeah. Oh my god! How do you do that? He, He's he on hung the up. Path. Did he? he hung He's up. on the Let's path. It. it actually says where it is. Let's take another phone call. All right. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? Where are you calling? Hey, this is Jay and Nation. What's going on? Hey, hey what's happening, man? Hey, well, we're just checking in to make sure the city's not on fire or anything like oh, that. Oh, it, 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 I'm telling you. I have Great. to go to Manhattan. I have to go to Quality Meats. I have to go to a Dude. fine restaurant tomorrow in my expensive why you, suit. Why don't you go to, uh, to what, what's that place? Jack's. Um, it, it's, it's, uh, Jess's friend is taking us out for Jess's birthday and they live in the city. Wasn't Jess's birthday like a month ago? It was last week. Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're getting together and they're taking us out, uh, for her birthday, but you know, I'm going to put on a nice expensive suit and I'm going to see these hippies yelling and screaming. About nonsense. Well, I think if you take the path and you get in a cab, I think, let's see, Quality Meats is what, 56th Street? What street is that on? Quality Meats. 53rd Street? No, 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 I'm taking a car service. I'm not, I'm not taking a train tomorrow. Oh, you're taking a car service? Yeah. Uh, fi- <laughs> He's fancy. I'm not. Do you think I'm going to get on the train on the weekend with these lunatics? <laughs> I don't know if a tr- if if a cab ride's going to be any better for you. Why? If they're standing, if they're in the streets and stuff, where you know, how are you going to drive around them? I mean, you can I'm going to listen. The, I got a guy Raul, right? get a little Death Race 2000. I going give Raul next to twenty bucks. He's running all these MFers over. I'm telling Who's you, Raul, my driver. <laughs> he's he's cousins with Doctor Jimenez. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my man, that's my cousin. <laughs> he used to uh, come in that room. Yeah. No, it's it's you know what's funny? Like I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at the stories now and I'm looking at my Facebook feed and 
a lot of these people are saying like, oh, we're shutting down the path. Like the path is the one for Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The path. It's, it's yeah. actually really the path is beautiful. It's great. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they've shut down the path, and other reports are saying no. There's nobody here. There's like five people holding up signs. I don't know, dude. So I, mean, I don't I'm know just, what's happening. I'm just glad that nothing. Like, let me ask you something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you something. How many people are not instead of uh, instead of uh, what is it being activists becoming lobbyists to try to change this cloudy grand jury system? No, nobody. Here? And that that's you know nobody. what that's these, how guys, you these make people change. don't even vote. Half no. these people don't even vote. Well, some of these people don't even know why they're out there. Some no. of these people, like I, I saw, like this interview, like this this report. There was a guy who's like, you know, the girl's like, oh, this is racist, racist. The guys like. Okay, so like, what about it is racist? I mean, like, this is this and that is that. So what's she's like? Well, it's racist because I don't know, and that's what she said. It's like, well, well, no. Why are you, you know out what? there? Why are you out actually, there? I saw for something that. that you have, she, yeah, she, she she actually said, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what I'm talking. She said, I don't know how to explain it or something like that. I, right, I, that's always what it is, though. It's but, like you don't know how to explain it because you don't know what you're angry about. And let me tell you, this is on yeah. both sides. I was listening to a radio program, and the host was asking. The audience to call in and explain to him what happened in Ferguson. Okay? What happened? Like, tell me detailed. Don't pick a side. Just give me the fact. He knew what the story was. Give me the facts. Nobody could articulate the facts. Nobody knew what the facts were. People are making stuff up. They have no idea. And at the end, they're like, oh, to be honest, I don't even, I don't really know. All I know is a white guy shot a black, a white cop shot a black kid. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, most of these people out there don't know the story. So how can you protest? I understand protest. I, it's our right to do this, and I want people. People should be able to protest. But the fact of the matter is, these people are going out there. They have no idea what they're protesting, and they're just doing it to cause anarchy. Right. It's a bunch of, of and- entitled white kids holding up signs, <laughs> it's wanting to be part of something. That's all it is right now. And you can bet they'll have their smartphones out, too. Everybody has their smartphone out. Everybody's doing these chants. They're shutting down the subway. I can't wait till some lunatic runs these people over. I can't wait. Now, you need. To, you know what? It's going to happen. For them. Yeah, it's, it's, it, eventually it's just going to peter out. And we're going to be on to the next thing. That's somebody's going to run low on bars. Somebody's going to run low on their battery, and they bring, didn't bring their charger with them. Those, that word will get around, and the whole thing will fizzle out. But one thing that calls me, though, to this day, after seeing that video for the first time in New York City, is the fact that there was a video. People heard him saying that he couldn't breathe. Why was nobody repeating that to the cop? And saying, do something about this. Yeah, and you know, yeah. listen, I, I don't disagree. I agree 100%. I also, what, what I find fascinating is the guy that took the, the actual video has ended up being indicted. Yeah. What and was I he, even, what did he get uh, indicted for? I don't understand for? what he was indicted for. By the way, Spence, but the club, the Spanish club my mother used to go to was El, El, El Gigante. Dude. El Gigante. I think we, may, we may have had sex. Yeah, I think so. In the bathroom. It's very possible. I, could, I could be your kid. I could be your kid. Apparently. This is all alleged. I'm just kidding, uh, Nadia. Just a joke. I can't I wait. Twitter's to make sure Chauncey hasn't gotten uh, the hashtag Andrew's mom has got it going on trending. By the end I of think the night. so. I think he's going to have it. <laughs> hey, Spencer. Yes. Put on them pants, brother. If you want to wear them, wear them. If you've got the confidence to wear checkered pants or anything as loud as any golf course can handle, 
I'm, you know what? I appreciate that. That uh, you know your 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 advice. But what about a red suit and like a bowler hat? Do you think I can get away with that? If you got the confidence to do it, do it, man. All right, Andrew could paint his beard pink. I'm gonna gonna pull Steve Harvey, man. I'm gonna walk out and go completely bald. It's all good, man. Go. I'm gonna come on the air wearing a red suit, and I'm gonna see what people say. That's all. You ain't got a hair if you ain't wearing anything other. That compliments the background on next week's show. <laughs> <laughs> I got to run, fellas. We'll see y'all later. All right. right. Thank you for the call. Triple eight six five nine three seven two seven. Triple eight six five nine three seven. You want to take more calls? Yeah. What do you guys do? Yeah. Let's take some calls. <sighs> hey, you're on the air. Who's this? It's Chauncey. Oh, you're back. <laughs> I had to tell you what just happened. What happened? I, I, I'm such an idiot. It's not even funny. So my train comes. And I'm standing on the wrong side of the track. So the door opens on the other side and the train pulls away. And now I'm stranded. Oh, my. So was that the last train of the night? Yeah, it's the last train of the night. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. So how are you getting home? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wait. Here's the bus. Is that, um... It's going to end up in, like, Nyack. Yeah. He doesn't even know where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Hold on. Just let's listen to this. Here, I'm asked the bus driver where he's taking. Did he say I only have a quarter? Yeah. Did he hang up? Thanks for talking. He just hung up. He's getting murdered. I, I, don't, I think it was like a gypsy cab. He's like, "Where are you going?" Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. He's I like, thought he said it was quarter. a bus. Didn't he say it was a bus? He said, "Here comes the bus." Yeah. yeah. Where are you going? Anyway. I'm surprised that he didn't ask you to pick him up. I thought he was going to ask you to call him a cab, Billy. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Call call your uh, your 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 cab company, nine bucks. Doc, so, call Dr. Jimenez's uh, brother. Hey, Dr. Jimenez, <laughs> can, you, uh, can you call your brother? <laughs> Yo, my man, me and him, we don't talk. <laughs> you want, what happened? Like I say, there's a reason I don't talk to you in a long time. I next week I want to get the story about why Doctor Jimenez went away. <laughs> you know, my Doctor Jimenez better come up with a, is it, a really funny story. Is it? <laughs> hey, you know, my man, is a good thing you're not here next week. <laughs> v- viewer X goes, "What's wrong with Nyack?" <laughs> That's funny. There's nothing wrong with Nyack. <laughs> I know people from Nyack. So you went to this Guar thing. Can we? Can we? We got ten minutes. Can we talk about your your your? You went to an ICP concert, right? You jerk! An insane clown. I'm telling concert. you, man. Guar fans are not like juggalos, man. We help each other out. We don't. We don't try to rough people up for their goods. Listen, I think I think it's entertaining. I, I get it. I get the whole thing. I get it. I think you're a little too into it. That's about it. I. You know what? I'll be honest with you, man. Like I've always been into Guar. You like ghouls. You like I was, ghosts. You like creepy crawly I monsters. Was, I get it. I've been in, all right. Guar's been around for thirty years, and I've been a fan for two thirds of that time. It's, I've been a fan for twenty years. Yes, it's. A I mean, long to the time. point, like to the point that you're wearing a Guar shirt. I'm wearing a Guar shirt, my Guar hat. hat. You know, I, you know, like the last time I went to a Guar show, I brought this shirt that I wore to the show. This is it. This is what happened. That thing stinks. Oh my god! It smells. Oh my god! It smells vile. It smells oh. like it smells like a guar show. Oh my god, Spencer! The odor really? that's coming this, from this thing. This is the shirt that I wore to the Toxic. show. I 
designed it myself. It says Guar Fans Unite, and both have lovely like a little. Anyway. Thank you very much. Guar Fans Unite is, is a fan page that I'm on on uh, Facebook. That uh, I actually, because of that site, because of that Facebook page, I actually met up with a bunch of people there, you know, and we enjoyed the show together, hung out afterwards. One actually drove me to the train station so I didn't have to take a cab or, you know, wait for a train all covered in, in blood and stuff. And, you know, this one kid, um, uh, Jimmy, he created the site, and it's like a lot of people have gotten together because of it. So, you know. It was actually, and it was actually a great show. Like the way they incorporated the death of Dave Brocky, aka Odorous Urungus, into the show, uh, was actually a really good idea. Guar, yes, Guar, man. The the original, uh, the old. I'm sorry. Uh, the old, one of the old bass players who was the bass player for Guar as Beefcake the Mighty has returned as the character, the Berserker. But do you Bozar. understand this means nothing to anybody? It means something to somebody. I'm Guar. sure there's. I'm you know like I. I went on the Guar fan page. Of Guar I like I liked them on uh, Red Eye. I liked when Dave Odorous Rocky's, was on Red Eye. Yeah, yeah. Odorous, yeah. Uterus used to do with Uter- Red Eye. <laughs> Jerk. Isn't 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 the girl's name Uterus? No, something? her name. The the girl you're thinking of was Slymenstra Hyman. Yeah, yeah. And what's she's the new not in the band. Name? The new one's Volvatron. Volvatron. That's yes. that's actually a great name. She's come back from from the future to help Guar find Odorous. But he's dead. Do they not accept that he's dead on they, the thing? They accepted. That, I mean, you know, like toward the end of the show, they're like, oh, Odorous is now, dead. Now, He's Marvin, Marvin, Marvin asked the question in the chat room. He says, what is Guar? But is it like a Jeopardy thing? Like, is he like agreeing? It's like, what is Guar? <laughs> like, is that what he's doing? By the way, Guar- the, the club is actually, Spence, that my mother used to go to. It's in Fairfield, Fairview, New Jersey. It's I, called that, we, we did Fi- it. You're my child. Fire and Ice. It used to be El, El Gigante. You're my kid. I just don't know where yeah. the eyebrows come from. I don't know. Did your mom have eyebrows like my, that? My grandfather. Your grandfather. I mean, we are very much alike. Jesus. Listen, I am happy you found something that you're really into. I like you I have said, a man, hobby. I, but and see, that's like ghouls. that's the thing. Like ever you're since, into ghouls. Like, ever since the barbecue and barbecue. Yes. Barbecue. Ever since the barbecue, like I joined this this Facebook page, and like I've been connecting with a lot of cool people who are into guar, and it's like you know. It's it's almost become like easier for me to admit that I'm a, that I'm such a huge Guar fan. You know, it's like I remember when I first started on the show, and like I would mention them, and you would just get like pissed. And it's like I I know you didn't realize I don't that get it, pissed. I don't get pissed. Well, somebody well, pissed, just, just somebody's been writing me that you know Andrew basically runs around in his underpants and a cape. I do. So what, why is that better? There than you go. What exactly. You're huge. When's the last? When is you're the last huge time? into wrestling? I am. Do I go to shows? You no, have you know no, why? But you have for common you have, people. You have wrestling parties at your house. I have a pay per view. We exactly, and you can, you know what? You come and you eat my food. Yes, and I enjoy the show. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's not like I never invited you to a guar show. I would. I do. I go to wrestling shows. But you should go to a guar show. I have no interest in it. I want to be no. I want to be nowhere near these wackos that are into wrestling. I want to be nowhere near the wackos that are but into that's the music. Thing, to go to the only concert. time, the only time, wackos to your house. I do. I'm like the boys and girls exactly. club of America. I'll eat like two slices of pizza while these other wackos eat like a half. I talk about my at friends from the projects. Yes, is that who you talking about? Jay yes, from the your Bronx? homeboy from the Bronx who gets pissed off every time I make a Bronx joke. He gets on this so post. mad. He's like, I'm gonna stab you, butter. No, but all I'm saying is like Guar. <laughs> he fans... actually, he actually called you the N word and told you he's gonna stab you next time. Yes, he, he did you. actually. Yeah. Yes. But that, he's, but these that, are my friends. I told exactly, you I have black friends. Exactly. But 
What I'm now, saying you is know what? The time, I would profile him. Guar, Guar fans become nuts like when Guar goes on. Like we all jump on each other. We get crazy. We get covered in blood. But like afterwards, it's like, hey, man, how, would you look at the show? Oh, it's great, man. Hey, we're going to go to McDonald's. You want to come? You need a ride to the what? train? Coco, it's been like, two years. You You're still a, talking oh, about what? the pizza? Two why years. Why do a Guar internet broadcast? I would. I totally would. I mean, and I know, I, like I said, through this page, I've met, I've speaking to a lot of people who love Guar, who are crazier than I am about Guar, who like, and so many artists who like draw, you know, like paint pictures of you're really and, into this i really am you know, a lot that, of these a, people a lot of these people are amazing artists and like, i think you can do like a guar podcast and and combs can do a bronies, bronies, <laughs> yeah, you do a brony pod- i can't believe yeah. it's I mean, been look, two years since a lot since look, the pizza incident of january at the royal rump that was two years ago no but that but it happens every time it happens no, every time it was two years ago that's the only that's the last time you saw him but it's hilarious though it's still funny to me you were so angry at him he took the last he took he the last buffalo slice excuse me i'm sorry let me rephrase that he took the last two buffalo slices after he had yeah. eaten two other like yeah, if i saw slices. that i would have said something to him i would have anyway how dare he anyway you're gonna go barbecues i'm gonna quality meats you know do what, you see though? something wrong there you like, do you see quality meats? Yeah, I got a quality oh, meats. You you go to... get... Why? Because you go to you. What? What? Yeah. What? 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 I'm going yeah, to what? like a, a place that human beings go, and you're going to a place where garbage people go. That's fuck. That's wrong. You're hanging out with garbage friends. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with garbage your, friends. Have you looked at your set lately, Andrew? <laughs> what about my set? Is it it's falling apart? Just turn around. Exactly. Are you, know, you know, talking about rest- the Undertaker? You have wrestling figurines. Oh, this is t- the Undertaker. You have, and this is exactly. Ric Flair. And you're, the Undertaker has action. Exactly. Movements. You're sitting there talking about your action figures, your wrestling action figures, the same way I talk about Guar. Well, you know, Beefcake the Mighty was uh, played by the by the man Michael Bishop, and he became later on the Berserker Blothar. It's the same thing, man. It's like you have an obsession with wrestling. I have an obsession with Guar. Garbage friends. They're not garbage, dude. I'm telling you. They're not someone juggalos. Just, someone They're just not. sent me a picture of all your friends. Are these your friends? I have no idea who Those they are. Those are all your friends. Probably. That's what I imagine I'm, every one of your friends looks all like. I'm saying, all I'm saying is, like, they're very cool people. I met a couple of them at the show. I haven't even, like, people even came up to me and were like, they're like, Hey Coco, I'm like I turn around and like, yo, I know you're from the page, man. Oh, what's going on? And then like I get the fr- like I got like three friend requests afterwards, like just from just from bullshitting with people online talking about guar shows, talking about metal that's shows. Great. In general. That's great that you have friends. But that's the thing, though. I'm you so know, happy. But that's the thing, though. Like you, you, you wait like, till they get to know you, dude. Oh. It'll be over. You're over. That's gonna, now that's going to leave a mark, Andrew. You're you're over, dude. I'm just it's, saying. No, I'm just saying. I think your like, mother loves Joanna. Coco. What's that? Your mother loves Coco. Yeah, oh, that says on. a lot about her too, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm gonna take your mother to a guar show. I I think you should. I'm gonna take your mother to a guar show. I I, I hope they take her back to the planet that they're from. I'll carry her on What's, my shoulders. What planet are they from? <laughs> what planet are they from? Uh, they're all from different planets, dude. They're they're from outer space. Yeah. Odorous was from Scumdogia, and Beefcake I, was from the planet Cholesterol. That's actually really funny. <laughs> 
dude, that's dude. They were on Joan Rivers for Christ's sake. I know that. I know Joan they've Rivers, been around forever. Jerry Springer. I know they're they're entertaining. I think they're funny, and I think they're actually really smart. I think the, the Daily fact Show. That you're into them to the point that you go to the barbecues in West Virginia. Look, they're not. Me, they're not barbecues. They're barbecue. Barbecue. And the thing about the barbecue this year, the reason that it meant a lot to me to be there is because. The day before, they had the memorial service for Odorous Urungus, Dave Brocky. They sent his costume out on a boat and had a Viking funeral. I mean, the, they... the Macho Man died, and the, and the Ultimate Warrior died. I didn't go to, like, a funeral. Do you know what these people are like? What people? Garbage people. Stop calling them garbage people. Like I said... I, I while I did used to like ICP, they're not juggalos. Oh my god, they're not juggalos. Spencer, I got totally it. I got different. Spencer, Coco's hanging out with garbage people. They're not garbage. This is why, you know what? This garbage is why don't people go to don't offer garbage people don't offer you a ride to the train station after knowing you for like the duration of a concert. Of course they do. No, they don't. Yeah, no, because they're lonely. Garbage people are lonely. Right, Guy was married here? with kids. All is right. it over? I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. Chauncey's like about to die. He's about to be found in the garbage. He he just hung up and garbage. who knows where he is. Gar- garbage, garbage friends. No, you're you're you know what, man? I think you, you have this like whole like attitude about it. like you know how many you know how many how many messages I've gotten from people who have watched like other shows like and heard me talk about Guar and hear what you say? Like from the like like I've gotten like seven messages from people, people like, Hey dude, I checked out your your show on on that guy from Queens uh network. I'm like I'm like, oh, cool. Thank you so much for watching. I'm like, yo, is that guy for real about Guar? Like, does he really, like, feel that way? I'm like, I'm like, no, I mean, you know, like, I'm trying to stick up for you. Like, and I'm sure, like, when people write to you about me, you're like, yeah, Coco really is a, a, a dumb jerk. Big time garbage. But I'm people. trying to stick up for you. I'm like, you know, no, he's cool with friends. Like, you know, he, he respects them, whatever. And it's like. What do I respect? I exactly. You know I don't even know you why want, I stick you up want to you. hear music? Go to a Billy Joel concert. Oh, please. You know what? Go to a Billy did you Joel watch that, concert. Did you watch that link I sent you? Did you watch that I video did. I sent I you did. of Dave Brocky singing I did see that. Billy Joel? Piano Man. Exactly. Go to a Billy Joel concert. I would go to a Billy Joel concert, though. Like, yeah, you know what? Like, talk about garbage people. They're Long Island garbage people. They're drunk and falling all over the place. Oh, they're Billy Joel? Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. I bet, you, I bet you more fights would break out at a Billy Joel concert than at a Guar concert. I guarantee you that. Good night, Saigon is the best song. Exactly. No, it's not. It's Uptown Girl. The stuff from the 80s rocked, man. All right. I got to get out of here. Um, Listen to Guar, people. Spence, I'll be there on Tuesday. I'm looking forward to it. Did you Did you get the driver to come pick me up? Did you call him? It's all happening, dude. Who's picking me up? The Israeli or the Armenian? The Armenian. Okay. I can't, I can't connect you with the Israeli. Well, you can't. No. Too, too complicated. Too complicated. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, guys. Uh, get you. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Uh, actually, no, we won't be here next week because I'm flying back next week. So we'll be here the week after. Uh, that's it. See you later.